Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own, custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shack. The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at GoToDobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Oh my God! Good morning, everybody. Hello. <laughs> did, I, did, did I take you by surprise, Greg? Yeah, man. That was that was. Uh, I didn't see it coming. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, it's it's yeah. go time. I'm up. Yeah. It's go time. <laughs> uh, good morning, everybody. Everybody should be well rested. We got an extra hour of sleep, right? Learn got seven I hours got of sleep. Seven hours. Which means she got eight. So yeah. exciting. Yeah, Moon's out today and King Scott's out today. So sitting in, comedian Greg Warren. Hi guys, thanks for having me in, man. Hey, thanks for coming in early. You bet. Even though you got an extra hour of sleep, so I'm kind of not. Yeah, the daylight savings. Time. I'm not as thankful. I'm. <coughs> I think that. <laughs> I always like these days where this is when the farmers sh- should thank us. Daylight savings time, you know? Why is that? Because like we, we do this for them. Day, it's for them. It's so they can have an extra hour of daylight in the summer to plant stuff, which which is fine, you right. know? I mean, we're all, it gets dark at about 345 in the afternoon now, and we're all sad. We're all depressed. Um, we all have... What do you call it? Seasonal affective seasonal dis- affective disorder. Yeah, yeah. which which uh, should be called farmer's disease. Uh, and we do that so they can have that extra hour, and that's fine. But they better be using it. Like I'm going to drive through some of these farms this summer, and if, if it's light out and and they're and not they're not working, I'm I'm knocking on some doors. You're going like, to give them a piece of your mind. Yeah, like, hey, hey, hey! <laughs> we weren't all sad for six months. You guys could sit inside and watch hee haw. You, you get out there and you farm something. Yeah, you, you know, get out there. Yeah, you're going yeah. to be knocking on doors. Yeah. There's, if you drive by a lot of these farms, you don't see a lot of guys working sometimes. Yeah. Lazy. Yeah. Lazy asses <laughs> yeah. out there. Shiftless. All the lazy yeah. farmers, definitely. <laughs> lazy, lazy asses out there. That explains farm aid. Yes. Exactly. They were working hard. They wouldn't need Willie yeah. Nelson's help. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, Rafe. Exactly. We're going to get our asses kicked after That's the show right. by farmers. Yeah, we'll, we'll be not welcome. My brother's a farmer. Franklin, yeah, Franklin County, they're going to be people with pitchforks going, you ain't allowed here anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't eat our food. Get out. Yeah, and don't eat our food. No, I today eat their, I eat their stuff. I eat a lot of their stuff. <laughs> like what? Well, what's your, your favorite thing to eat that a farmer gave you? 
I don't know. It's a, corn? Corn? Okay, good. <laughs> Grains and things? Nice. I don't know. Yeah. He's a big sorghum guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. love yeah. sorghum. Rye? Yeah. I like, yeah. Look at you. Yeah. Oh, you're a rye bread guy? Just rye and jelly. Just a whiskey, mostly. Just a whiskey but yeah, and rye. yeah. I just nice. take handfuls of it. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. 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 Rye mouth. Just yeah. raw rye? Just rye raw. Yeah. Like raw dog it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some. You rye dog it. Rye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, listen, today uh, we should all be careful driving because. Thank there you, tends Ray. to be, there tends to be more crashes right after daylight saving time uh, ends, and today we're out on the road. Fifteen uh, percent rise in highway crashes, twenty-eight percent increase in nighttime crashes, six percent rise in car wrecks overall wow. today. Really? Today? Wild. Oh yeah, it's gonna be Thunderdome. Mad Max. Fury also, Road. also cluster headaches. Get ready. Oh no. What are those? Um, headaches in a cluster. Okay. Like one, two, three, like boom, boom, boom type of cluster of headaches. I don't know. I thought that's a thing. I thought you would know. Why would I what know? A I don't know. Do you get headaches a lot? No. Resident hypochondriac, <laughs> you're in charge of all of these. Yeah, how would, you, how would you know if it was, so it's just like one stacked on top of the other one? I guess so. How would you know it wasn't hell? just uh, one I, headache? Man, I, I thought somebody would know. I thought somebody would know what this I thought is. you would know. No. You brought it up. Oh, I know I, what it is. Guys, Friday night when we were all driving to Metallica and there was a cluster of headaches that was the parking situation of downtown St. Oh, Louis. We're going to get to that. That yeah. is what it really was. Because ah. that's the last time I had a headache. Uh, cluster headache is a very painful type of headache. Usually occurs in periods of frequent attacks known as clusters. Oh. Cluster headaches can wake people up from sleep. Uh, these headaches cause intense pain in or around one eye on one side of the head. Migraine. Okay. So even though we gained an hour of sleep, it could, you know, it's affecting our health. So cluster headaches, they tend to happen in six to eight week cycles, and people have more of them this time of year. The theory is because the brain, the part of our brain that generates cluster headaches also manages our circadian rhythm. Mm. And now, you know, it's dark earlier, we're all, we're all screwed up. Yep. Then you got the SAD, the Seasonal Affective Disorder. Shorter days uh, means less sunlight, less vitamin D, so depression is more common as the days get shorter in general. But for most people, earlier sunset does not help. It could also be hard on people with Alzheimer's and dementia. They tend to be more affected by shifts in sleep schedules, so it can make symptoms worse. And then strokes and heart attacks. Spring and forward in March has a bigger effect, but there is a small a spike this time of year, too. Our bodies, our bodies just don't seem to like it when we mess with our internal clock. Yes. Do you think there's, like, somebody that's, like, overly dramatic where, like, today, the first day, they're like, ah, I'm depressed. Yeah. Like, dude, it's, it's, the, fir it's, the, it's the first day, man. As Come an on. excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or when we spring forward and lose an hour of sleep. That's the worst. The Monday, people are like, oh, I'm so tired. Yeah. yeah. Grow yeah. up. Yeah. It's an hour. You go to sleep go to sleep an hour earlier. This is definitely my time of the year right now. Like I thrive at whenever we get this extra hour. Yeah. I will say. I mean, clearly, I was I was like a bear last night, just hibernating away, getting like six you know, the actual time my Apple Watch said was six hours and fifty uh, minutes. Mm. That's a lot. Good stuff. That's great stuff. Thank you. And and the and guys, the REM cycle. Oh, no, don't even talk. What are you about looking at, cycle? like uh, percentage of your total sleep on uh, deep and REM? Let me tell you all about it. Yeah, you, oh, are, you, are you at fifty or sixty? No, like twenty percent. How do you know this sleep. stuff? The Apple Watch is amazing. So you keep your Apple Watch on when you sleep? I did last night. Yes. I go with the uh, Whoop band. I uh, it's uh, 
The Apple Watch is, I don't know, it's fine. What? But I mean, whoop band's a little bit. What's a whoop band? That sounds like a, you get that in Branson. No? <laughs> no. No, it's a thing. Oh, it's I a know. thing. Yeah, yeah. My my uh, holistic doctor recommended I get it. Really? Yeah, We'll yeah. talk about that after the show because I'm interested. Deep sleep, an hour and 22 minutes for me last Why night. Why do you want electronics attached to you when you sleep? You're attached to electronics all day. And you're going to keep it on when you sleep? The one know. time where you can actually clear your body of whatever. Of toxins? I don't know. What's, I want, the, I, what's the REM, though? You're, you're leaving me hanging here. My REM is an hour and 55 <coughs> minutes. My core sleep was three hours and 30 minutes last night. And I mean, that's 50% of your thing. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, you should. Yeah. I got, I, I got nothing, probably. So the whoop band tells you your like as you sleep like what your percentages of sleep are. It's pretty much what you got. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Sounds cooler. Just though. more data. Yeah, it's a lot more data. Just I don't use data. any of it, but yeah, it's quite a bit of data. Yeah. It's more data to look at and to become crazy about. <clears throat> that was what That's my what dad is. called the belt. The whoop band. The whoop band. <laughs> That's right. Made it more oh, fun. That's the whoop, <laughs> yeah. the whoop in band. So you know what? Yeah. It, it just it just more numbers. It's more data to make us feel bad about everything. Yeah, yeah, and I don't need that. I already feel bad. Yeah. I just don't yeah, want already... something else I have to plug in. I barely keep my stuff plugged in. My computer, phone, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. So many things have to be plugged in at the, at night. I can barely keep up with two. I can't plug <laughs> something else in. I'm just saying we we know too much and we can't handle it. Yeah. Like we can't handle the data we have and it's making us crazy. Yes. I mean, but I need to know. Right, like, I, do you really need to know? I do. Like lately, I do need to know. She does. My my sleep has been terrible since starting this show back in April, and so I need to know. I didn't have an Apple Watch before joining the Rizzuto show. Now I do. Now I sleep with electronics on nonstop. That's not good. Well, she's got to live. <laughs> you know if, uh, who I really feel bad for is kids. She's got to live. You got to live. L I V E. Yeah, you can't be putting a whoop band on kids, man. That's no. I'm talking about the too much data stuff. Uh, okay. Anymore. So right. now, <laughs> now in school, now do you remember when you were in school and you took a test, uh, you wouldn't get the test back for a couple of days, yeah. or if you, if you had a bad report card, you knew when it was coming and you could intercept it. Mm. You could intercept it either <clears throat> from the mailbox or uh, from school and just not give it to your parents. Did you do that? Oh yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. That now kids. As a parent of, of two, you know, of a high school kid and a, and a junior high kid, I could go into whatever app oh, yeah. they have at the, attached to the school and can find out their grades instantaneously. Too much data. Yeah. Too so, much data. And it's putting too much pressure on the kids. And parents are just getting crazy. <laughs> parents are getting crazy yelling at these kids. Oh, I see. You know, I see. You got a C on the last test before they even come home. Right. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks for kids. It does. Yeah, let them have the grace period. Let them have some grace. Yeah, that's just a. We all need a little bit more grace <coughs> in the world. Right? Well, now parents are just on top of kids, hovering. They're hovering. They're hovering over the kids, watching every number, and the kids don't get a friggin' break. The neuroses that's going to be happening, like when these kids become adults. And they're in the business sectors of America, and like how insane that's going to be here in about ten more years. We're going to see something. Yeah, those guys are going to be your bosses. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be your. We're going to be in hell. Those of us who don't have kids, who are going to be old as hell, with our bosses being, you know, twenty-eight when I'm fifty-six, no, and I'm not working to... hard enough. 
It's going to get to a point where before we go to bed, we actually yeah. plug ourselves into something and just get run a diagnostics check. I mean, the whoop band is close to that. Yeah, that's what it is. I like what you're saying, though, about the grace period, because it's like the kid gets, like, let's say you flunk a test, man. You're not, your parents are not going to know about it for maybe, I don't know, two, three weeks. You've got to live those two or three weeks. Like, he's like, I'm going to live it up. I'm going to do everything cool because they're going to shut it down on me here. And they don't have that anymore is Mm -hmm. what you're saying. These kids, right now, your kid flunks a test, you know about it a day later. I know about it before the kid even comes home. Oh, man. Does the kid ever try to to still intercept the... You uh, can't. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. I I was on whatever mail route. Uh, So uh, the report cards would come uh, down the street... A day before would always be a day before we got ours. So I knew it was coming the next day. Riz had an integral knowledge of the U.S. postal system. Yeah, I had an inside guy. I had an inside guy. You had an inside guy? You had a guy at the inside guy at the post office telling me, hey, the report card's coming. And when they were handwritten, it was a lot easier to change a grade. Sure. Did you do that? Oh, yeah. Man. Did you ever have to argue to negotiate a grade? Because I feel like all Hollywood movies oh, yeah. always had, like, in Clueless, Cher would go to whatever the teacher was and argue for a better grade. And, like, I tried it once after watching that movie in the 90s, <laughs> and that wasn't a thing. You couldn't negotiate Not your true. way. You did it? Did it. What? Did, did you? it successfully. Tell us more. Mr. Cheek, my Spanish teacher, cool guy. He was a good dude. A little bit of a pushover. I'd say, okay. uh, but a good guy, and I would just go to him and be like, "Hey, man, I, just, I made Greg's argument." I go, "Dude, let's listen, como te llamas, <laughs> <laughs> brother?" <laughs> if I take a C home in Spanish, my dad's gonna flip out. I just yeah. played. I he's really take played. Out the, take out the whoop belt, and I'm like, he's taking out the whoop band. It is gonna get. <laughs> I may get kicked off the basketball team, and I'm like, and you guys really? need me. I'm like, I'll come in and do some extra stuff. I'll speak some extra words. I don't know what Spanish extra credit looks like. I don't know how to say extra credit in Spanish. That's on me. Yeah, that's, 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 <laughs> that's, that's, that's on a problem. me. That's, that's on a me. Problem, that's on me. That's on me. That's not on you. That's on me. And he was just like, I'll give you a B minus. And I go, fine. All right, done. Yeah. I'm like, it'll keep me on the honor roll. I'll keep my parents happy. And I had him for, uh, ironically, English, too. <laughs> same teacher. Yeah. Same, same thing. And you, and and he's like, I'm just starting to think you're not good at languages, yeah, dude. Yeah, man. You, and you negotiated on English, I too? did. I had another teacher, my math teacher. I could negotiate her up. She would get, she's great. We're actually semi-related now because my brother married her niece. <laughs> not at the time, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, man, math was bad because you can't BS math. Like, you either know it yeah. or you don't. Mm-hmm. English, you can... There's some wiggle room. Yeah. A lot of classes, there's wiggle room. Math was like... Math is math. It is either well, right yeah, or yeah, that's wrong. It's an yeah. inherently like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, and for good reason. Sure. Yeah, in math, you either have a right answer or a wrong answer. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Uh, man, that reminds me... You don't want NASA ballparking it. No. <laughs> you know? Y- you remind me of my brother. Uh, you know Pat McBride? the guy. He was the coach of the Steamers which was the, the indoor the soccer, soccer team. team. Yeah, yeah. It was a big deal, a mm-hmm. uh, big deal here in, like, the 80s. Well, he had a soccer camp, uh, and my brother went, and uh, I think he threw some fireworks in the toilet, 
uh, at the training facility. Uh, when, during the yeah, whatever the during camp the was, camp, yeah. you know, and uh, and uh, it was you know like exploded or whatever, and uh, and Pat got him red-handed. Like like Pat was there, and uh, and like at the at the stall. My brother comes out of the stall. He's like, like I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, we're gonna we're gonna send you home. We're gonna tell your dad about this. And my brother just goes, Listen, Pat, that's that's. <laughs> That's fine. You can do that. You should do that. You have every right to do that. But <laughs> you need to know, if you do that, my dad will physically kill me. Like, he will beat me. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Balls listen, in your court, man. Pat. He goes, listen, Pat, you just got to know, man, if you do this, he's going to physically hurt me. Like, it's going to be a horror. My life's over if you do this. Yeah. Is there any other way we can handle this? And yeah. I think McBride was cool about it, man. Wow. That's how what I a negotiate. great negotiating tactic. Okay, yeah. so, hey. That was my big one. What? A, that's the way. That's the way. This yeah. is the way. Mr. Yeah. Pierce would do that for me too. I would you do the admit, same thing. I would really. Admit. Oh, I'd trump it up a little too. I'd be like, he's, he's soaking his belt in the bathtub right now. You would admit. Wet. You admit. If wrong I know doing. you, Rafe, man, you oversold it. You almost ruined it. Almost. It, you almost ruined but it. But I. Uh, like, he's I got, got a gun. Yeah. yeah you admit. <laughs> for, now the tactic here is you admit wrongdoing. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, Pat, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I shouldn't be throwing fireworks. <laughs> Down the toilet. I understand. Yeah. And Humble. if I, I've and Pat, if I was in your shoes, I'd be upset as well. <laughs> but understand, Pat, there's consequences for both of us. You got to take your ownership, and what happens to me happens to you. Because you got to go to the grave knowing you killed a child. That's yeah, right. because yeah. of yeah. your phone call, which pr- yeah. is warranted. You're an accessory yeah. to murder. Yeah. 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 My dad is going to beat my ass. Yeah. And, and it's going to be bad. And, and my, it's going to be on you, Pat. You want yeah. that on you, Pat? Yeah. Turn it around. Yeah, that was my brother, man. It worked. And I saw McBride a couple years ago at some fundraiser thing and told him about it. And he, he was really cool about it. Did he go, how's your brother? You go, no, he's dead. Yeah. He uh, killed him. Nah, I mean, he spared, he spared him, Learn. Yeah, Pat Pat didn't, he didn't tell me. Let him dad. off. I think he made him run or something like that. Which, yeah. Miss Pierce would make me come in and, like, my math teacher would, she'd be like, all right, if you come in for a week, 30 minutes before school starts, I'm, and basically just tutored me. Yeah. And she's like, and you do all these problems and all the homework you didn't do, we're going to sit down and do all these problems, I'll bump you up a letter grade. Really? So I would just go in. And then she would pretty much just do it all. And I would nod. <laughs> you know, I was trying on my scratch paper I got and whatnot. It, but uh, she was cool. And she would be like, all right. Your C minus is a B minus, or your D is a C. And listen, man, I don't want to alienate. I took the deal. I don't want to alienate Rafe or some of your listeners, but this is like a hillbilly school over in yeah. Southern Illinois, right? I'm not I mean, saying. this is not. This is not. It's right. not. It wasn't well, even accredited. How dare you be smart? Now the kid gets a bad grade. Well, first of all, Elvarado High School. We okay. got a couple. We got a couple teachers uh, weighing in, going, "Hey, with oh, this yeah? electronic, you know, grading system, where yeah. parents have access." The teachers are getting lit up too. Great. Like the moment a grade hits the the app, a parent's on the phone, either right. arguing for their kid. Ah, oh, they're negotiating. Yeah. They're negotiating. That's not helping. No, it's not helping at all. It's not helping. But now, so if my kid gets a bad grade, he could just retake the test. What's wrong what with that? So my son gets a bad grade in his uh, you know bio med class. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you got a seventy something, man. What's what's going on, man? He goes, Shh, don't worry. Retake Monday. Oh. No, that's I go, not. I go, uh, what are they, average two grades? He goes, no, nah, they just throw out the one grade. No, that. man. That's not, that's, what do you learn? Well, no, let me say, 
That's every class is like that now. It's not life, man. That's Parents, not life. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but if you want the, this, they're learning material. So maybe they don't get a point towards valedictorian, but they are learning the, the material, right? Like hopefully there's some sort of average system there. So the people that actually knew it the first test around are obviously the smarter ones that should be leveling up at the end of no, the year. No, the kids that are smart that are actually studying and going, why am I studying when I can just retake the oh, test? Oh, see, that's a bummer. But I, you want them to learn the material. So in yeah. my opinion, I think having a second try and, and actually retaining the information is, is nah. going to help them in the long run. I like, yeah, you earn the you earn the C-. minus. Yeah, I like your eternal optimism in that point towards valedictorian. Come on, we're not talking about those kids. No, right? we're not talking about yeah. those kids. You need They're to flying. wallow in that bad grade. Yeah. I and you need that. to know what it feels like to fail. Yeah. So you don't want to fail again. So maybe next time, <laughs> no, I'll do better. Yeah. I Dude, if I could go back to school and do it all over again, like Billy Madison style, I wouldn't heartbeat because I was a terrible student. Awful. Like, terrible. Did really well in college. Like, once I refined what I was actually interested in and where my strengths are as a person. But, like, general studies in high school, things that I should know today as an adult that I don't. American history, for one. Like, I wish I could just go back and take all of those classes again. You know? Yeah, because you're interested in it now. I'm interested in it now, yeah. And now you've developed habits that would be conducive to getting good grades. Where back then, we were distracted by whatever. Shiny things. Dudes. Yeah. Dudes, yeah. rock and roll, rock and roll, rock music. and roll music. Going to pops. Yes. Yeah. Were you good? Uh, were you good, uh, student? I was right. decent. Yeah. 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 I was. I was decent. I mean, I I could have been much better, but uh, yeah. I, my father was a teacher. Ah, yeah. Sorry. At the school. Oh. Yeah. Um. My mother was a writer, so. And my mother had me reading when I was a kid. I think that's so important. Like when I was a child, she had me reading a lot of books. So right. I think that sort of. I did coast a little bit, though. My yeah. my first year of college, I went to the military academy. I went to West Point. Wow. Um, and that's when I sort of figured out how to study. Mm -hmm. Oh, so you went to West Point. Okay, yeah. so you had no choice. Yeah, but. it was just, it, it was difficult, and it was like, I don't know, you had all these other things, mm -hmm. and they were yelling at you all the time. And then, so once I, I left after a year. West Point Military Academy in upstate New York, <laughs> yeah. which is amazing. What an amazing place. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, I, I only, I only, I, I yeah. went, I went for Yeah, but it's an honor just to even get accepted there. It was. I mean, I think the wrestling had something to do with that. Yeah, yeah. But, um. Greg went for one year and he was like, all right, I get what this is. I'm good. And just left. Pretty much. Man, I remember, like, it was, I made it through the whole, the hard year. Usually, they, if you make it through that year, you don't quit. Because I made it through the plebe year. And they, you know, they just were yelling at you the whole year. Yeah. I mean, a lot. Not like funny fraternity yelling. It was like serious yelling. And uh, you had to memorize all this stuff. Like, every day you had to memorize, like, the front page of the New York Times. You had to memorize all these dates. Wow. They would literally, you'd be standing in formation at, like, 5 a.m. Mm -hmm. Like, right now. They And, and you stand there and they come around, Warren, what's in the news today? Sir, today in the New York Times, it was reported that Ronald Reagan, Ronald Warren, Ronald, are you on a first name basis with the commander in chief, Whoa. Warren? You want to start over, Warren? So then, and then they, they had this thing. Whoa. It was like the days. It was like um, all these different days. Like 
Sir, give me the days, Warren. Sir, the days. There are 230 days until graduation. There are 150 days until ring weekend. There are 82 days until Army beats the hell out of Navy at Veterans Memorial Stadium in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh, Warren? Pittsburgh? Did they move Veterans Memorial Stadium from Philadelphia to Pittsburgh, Warren? Huh? Did they? Who authorized that, Warren? Was it your buddy Ronnie? Is that who did it, Warren? <laughs> Ronnie and Warren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Push-ups. Ronnie Ray. Yeah. Also, the your brother's uh, methodology didn't work at West Point. We're like, no, sir, no, that thing. Sir, if you dad. send that bad grade home, my dad is gonna. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah, they didn't care about your dad, man. Your yeah. dad is the least of your worries, Warren. I'm your dad now. I'm your mother and your father. Yes. <laughs> you, had to, you had to know the chain of command too, which is like who you report to. All the way up, like thirty levels, yeah, to the commander in chief, and I usually could, I never, I was, I knew the guy that was yelling at me at the moment, and Reagan, pretty much everybody in between, yeah. I couldn't get, you know, um, and you just got to be on your toes at any moment, you could be asked whatever question. Yeah, all this stuff, man. You had to memorize the menus for the day, like for all the meals. And, I mean, but uh, this is this is officer training stuff. This yeah, it was. That's what you're you're going to be like an you're officer. You're going you're going to West Point to be an officer. Yeah. In, but I in made the it Army. through the first year, and then I remember we went down. They marched us down to this like big auditorium, and, at, and then like two days later, we're going to get go home for the first time. I was going to come back to St. Louis. Dude, they had a, a nickname picked out for you. Also, you would have been Storm and Warren. Man. Yeah. Storm yeah. and Warren would have been. I would have been Storm and Warren. Fullbird Colonel at the least. Soren Warren. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty tight. Yeah, I like it. A lot of good rhyme schemes with your name. Yeah. Yeah. But as, anyway, as you're saying. Oh yeah, yeah. So we so we go down to this like giant auditorium, and I, I was done. I had, I had finished the whole thing. I made it, and they they were like, okay, guys, you're gonna go home for a three weeks vacation, and then when you get back, we're gonna go this training in the summer you're gonna learn how to drive tanks and stuff and when you go back to your to your barracks we, we're gonna have an equipment layout so we make sure you have all your equipment you know for this summer and I, I was marching back and I was like I lost half of that stuff like I don't have the stuff <laughs> that I'm supposed to have and they're just gonna keep yelling at me they said they were gonna stop yelling at me after this year and, and they're just gonna and, and I literally made the decision on the way back I'm like I'm quitting man the, the summer before you were to drive tanks when you came back yeah yeah we were gonna drive tanks yeah and you quit then? Yeah, man. You always quit after, after you the drive tanks. the tanks. Listen, yeah. man. Everybody know knows that. Riz, let me t clue you in on something. And, and Rafe was in the Army. So, mm. like, a lot of that stuff that sounds fun in the Army it's isn't not. fun. <laughs> it's terrible. Obstacle course tomorrow. Cool. Turns out, not cool. It's yeah. a lot of guys yelling at you and making you go faster than you want to go. Like, it's it, the Army could take the fun out of everything. <laughs> The army could take the fun That's out of true. a water slide. They could. Uh, <laughs> they really no, could. Driving tanks, though, uh, I don't know. I would have waited till I after told you the day. Tanks. Yeah, it sounds cool in theory, but a lot of stuff in the brochure ain't in the packet when you get there. Yeah, like, I remember. I think I've told this on the air before, but we went the day we were supposed to do the obstacle course, which seems like the fun day. It's not fun. Uh, you know, the zip line and the tires and the nets. Yeah, do you and raise everybody's your hand, jumping you go, over uh, logs. According to the brochure here, I was assured they'd be zip lining once a week. Yeah. Well, you get there, and the day we went out to the obstacle course in Fort Lawton, Oklahoma, they go, Well, the obstacle course is in disrepair, and we don't have the money to fix it. And they said it's not safe enough for you guys to get on. So 
we're just going to rake leaves instead. And we went out in the forest for seven hours, wow. and we just raked leaves yeah. in the forest yeah. until we had hefty trash bags like the Pyramid of Giza. And I was like, well, at least I guess we did a good deed. We cleaned up the forest floor. And then the last hour, that we dumped all the bags back out yeah. to the next group. Really? Yeah. Because they had to have something for you to do every day. And I'm like, uh, sir, I didn't see the rake in the brochure. Could we? I'd like to show you. Here in the brochure, there's a guy uh, rappelling. That seems fun. <laughs> I did not see a guy holding a lawn rake. putting. So there's a lot of stuff. Mm. It's just about like you doing what you're told, not having fun, no. not complaining about not having fun, and then going to the next day and doing it all again. The only thing I retained from the military is like my ability to fold T-shirts Second to none, huh? Was, I'm so good, man. I could manage a gap like yeah. that. Like it's yeah. They place a lot of emphasis on folding clothes. You served in the old navy. That's a different. Yeah, <laughs> you're an old navy guy. <laughs> That's yeah. You, go, you try to get buried in Jackson Bar or Jefferson Barracks. You're yeah, like, yeah. What, what branch were you in? You're like old navy. Old navy which is actually old navy. got their own section. Yeah, they got a place at the West County Mall. Yeah. That's where I'm serving. I serve, uh, yeah, serving the West County Mall. That's where I'm. The West County Mall <laughs> Army. I remember doing the, we went and played like laser tag one time, a bunch of comedians, and Rafe played with us. And uh, where'd you guys go? Over in Illinois somewhere, like oh, Edwardsville. Yeah, yeah. Edison's. Oh. Yeah. I think, right? Yeah, I think that was it. And Rafe, definitely, his Army training. Like, then, huh? Yeah, he like found the high ground and picked us all off. Oh, you were being all like tactical. Yeah, yeah, man. He was really good at it. I ruined yeah. these kids' afternoon. Yeah. Some kids that decided to play. Oh, us. yeah. They, they, they lumped us in with some other kids. And yeah, Rafe, Rafe lit them up, mm. man. You ever play paintball? Took the high ground, lit them up. They were mad. They tried to get, they couldn't get to their base. This one little kid had a meltdown, and I was like, sorry, dude. This is a war. Oh, yeah. I remember that. The Pharaoh's tomb <laughs> is not to be fussed with. I mean, have you that ever was the theme? Have you ever played paintball? <clears throat> I have played paintball, but not like at a. I've never gotten to go to one of them cool places. Right, we just this, played like you, hillbillies. You set in your neighborhood and shot paintballs. <laughs> there's a place out <laughs> there. Pretty much, dude. Pretty much. I also played what I call hillbilly paintball, which is just BB gun wars. Right. Which was not not okay. So there's there's wacky warriors up in 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 Wentzville, which is great, and then there's a place called Extreme Paintball out in Illinois. Okay. So uh, went with our buddy Jeremy out to uh, Extreme. And, you know, you rent a gun, and you rent the helmet, and, you know, you got all that stuff. And then there's the guy who's playing with his own equipment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a survivalist type guy. You got the guy that has br has brought his own stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it's clearly unfair. Oh. And the guy could shoot, you know, 500 rounds in a second. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's insane, man. That like guy needs to be, like, whoever the ATF or whoever invested it, Gates, that kind of stuff. That guy needs to be on a list. Mm -hmm. Like, that guy should be on a like, list. Like, he comes with his own, like, a hard case, <laughs> and he opens it up. He's got his own CO2. No, no, I'm not using that peasant CO2. I brought my own. He brought, right. like, his own tank. That's right. a scary guy, man. And he's got these, like, speed loader things. Nas. Yeah, dude. He's got, like, a Ghostbusters proton pack on yeah. full of paintballs, and you're just like, whoa. He's in a, he brought his own ghillie suit. And, and he's you're, you got the little... <laughs> Yeah, you're shooting one paintball at a yeah. time, just getting. I'd love to go. I've never played. He's got oh. the drugs that the terrorists take these days. <laughs> he's on, he's on meth. Steady his hand. Yeah. No, he's on meth. <laughs> he's yeah. all meth now. Yeah. We caught that in the woods. Diazepam yeah. is sort of meth, isn't it? I think so. It like slows your it slow it makes you steady and it's like kind of slows your heart rate down. A lot of snipers take diazepam or whatever.
Oh, yeah? To, like, slow your heart rate down. Yeah, so oh, just, yeah, yeah. Get you locked in. I had a buddy that took some version of that. Those Is that, like, beta blockers or whatever? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I had a buddy that took one of those, like, before his Tonight Show set. Yeah. Oh, really? He didn't want to get, like, nervous for his Tonight Show you, set. So there are pills you could take so you won't be nervous? Yes, yeah, people with high blood pressure Golfers take, take them, them, I think, um, for putting. Whoa. <clears throat> I've heard a lot of people when they... Guys, we're there, man. We're there. We're there. Yeah. Sign me up. How did it go for him taking that before tonight's show? Set? He said it worked. Okay. Yeah, he said it worked. Hook me up. To get ready, like, stage nerves? Yeah. Before going on national TV where millions of people are watching, yeah. I could take a pill and calm myself down? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could get it. I, like, <laughs> I could get have, can it. You, I, I, no, I mean, I get it. I, didn't <laughs> mean, I could get it. How many can I mean, you get I could me? get it. If you're, but, uh, <laughs> you're our dealer now. Yeah, I could get it. Uh, let's, do a, let's do a drug deal on the radio right now. <laughs> no, I... I got those late night sets. I've done a few, and and the specials or whatever, they're taping, so you can be like, "All right, guys, let's stop for a second. Yeah. I screwed that joke up, or you're doing another show or whatever." Those late night sets, you have four and a half minutes, and you have own, you done? Have you done a uh, what what? Late I did. Night talk shows? Fer remember Ferguson? Oh, yeah, I did that Ferguson. four well, I think times. He's in town this week. Is he really? He's a great. Is dude he here this and week? Hilarious. Or is John Cleese or John Cleese, Cleese is next week? In, in John Cleese is next oh, week. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Craig Ferguson maybe this week. Yeah, I did Ferguson and like four times, and I did Seth Meyers uh, no once. And uh, yeah, it's you're a little shaky, man. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, because there's no do overs or whatever. Well, I can imagine it's the waiting to go on that's the worst. Yeah. Yeah, I will say like Seth Meyers. It was when I was living in New York a few years back, and the guy there's a a comic that does warm-up for the show every night. Mm -hmm. It, like, gets the crowd going. Well, I, I knew me and him were friends, man. And uh, I, he was like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get him ready for you, buddy. <laughs> like, he kind of took care of me. That I'm going to butter him up Yeah, for he, you. Was, he was. He was like... And then, I'm going to set him up, Greg, and you're going to knock him down. It was, it was totally like that. He was like, hey, this is my friend that's coming on. You guys got to give it up, yeah. man. Yeah. Wow, that's wild. Ryan Reese, I owe him still. What was the, uh, for the comic at a Seth Meyers show? You get your own dressing room? Yeah. Yeah. What kind sure. of spread do they have? Did they Man. ask you before what you want? No, no. I you know, from what I remember, because it, it's it's NBC down in New York, and it, that's an old building. And it's yeah, they're, they're, I mean, you're those, a, is that 30 Rock? 30 yeah, Rock. Yeah, 30 Rock. And those like you had he had his floor, and it there's really tiny rooms. It's like it's old. Yeah, it's an old building, yeah. At Ferguson out in, it, it was in LA and it was a CBS studio. And that one, I remember, like, it was, you had a nicer room, and then they had, like, just basically a buffet of stuff nice. for all the guests that wanted to, like, it was, yeah. I think it was with the Buzzcocks the first time I did it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it, so you're just, like, hanging out. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't remember there being, like, a ton of, like, food or anything like that. At, who, at were the, uh, who were the big stars that were on during um, your shows? Do you remember? Did you meet anybody? Yeah, I well, I don't think I bu I bugged one guy, and I can't. I'll tell you his name after after the break. I can't remember who his name. He was supposedly a big movie star, or he was a, a, like a a really good actor, not a movie star, but a yeah, really yeah. good actor. Uh, the guy that hosts um, Survivor. Oh, Jeff Probst. Jeff Probst. Okay. I think I was on with him like twice, and then uh, who's the girl? I can't believe it. I love her. The the girl that was in. She was a little girl when she was interviewed with the Vampire. Oh, Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst. Dunst. Kirsten Dunst was on with me. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah. Big star. But she was like, 
I didn't bugger, you know, yeah. like I could just tell, like, I, I'm like, I'm I don't like it. I get nervous around people like that. I just don't want, I don't want to, yeah. Well, I don't want to bother them. What am I, what am I going to ask them? Is it hard to enjoy at times because you're thinking about, because usually the comedians go last. Once I got older, like Seth Myers, I did when I was, that wasn't that long ago. And I was already a little bit old and I realized that, um, you know, I, my career probably wasn't going to be everything that I had imagined. So, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, wow. I, Greg. I, no, I just was like, I was like, hey, man, <laughs> you're probably not going to be the superstar you thought you were. So let's just go ahead and enjoy this. You know? oh, you're doing so great, though. <laughs> it's, I'm doing fine. Hey, no, the key no, to enjoying no. your life. Lowered expectations. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I live. TV. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're a great success because here you are. Yeah, exactly. Man. Here you are. Yeah. Getting ahead with you guys. Um, the fact that I'd kill for Greg's career and to hear him say that just shows me the comedians truly will never be happy. Right. You yeah. also, yeah, you know, I got some years on you, buddy. Like I you, know. Yeah. You'll get there. You still have You'll potential. Hey, man. <laughs> I've already given up, so I'm way ahead. There you go, See? man. That's what I've been trying to tell you. Uh, we went to uh, Metallica on Friday, which anybody, n nobody here went on yesterday, right? No. I did uh, not. Friday was great. So much what, fun. What a great show Metallica still puts on. Been doing it since the early 80s, and they still, I mean, I tell you what, man, they bring it. Yeah. 63,000 people inside that dome on God, Friday. That's so cool, man. Amazing. It was once we were inside, it was awesome. it was amazing. Now, getting there <laughs> was the real bitch. Yeah. No. I'm sure St. Louis had that all over. No, there. Greg, what? no they didn't. No, they man. Didn't. I, there is not ample parking down in that think area. So, man. I'm going to tell you who the parking king is of St. Louis though. Oh, we heard. Thank you. No. Oh. Not you. Rafe Williams is the parking king yes. of St. Louis. I'm about ready to tell everybody a little story about how this man over here, Tim and I are, you and Ryan are driving. We're yeah, all my texting. buddy Ryan picked me up because I'm like, hey, I, I got your tickets. You drive. You okay. text the group, Rafe, me, Tim, and us. You're like, parking is a nightmare. You guys are finding, trying to find anywhere to park. I think you found like a garage to park in, right? We found a spot uh, near the casino, mm. which, which the, it's now the Horseshoe Casino. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and it was little, it, it was fine. It's fine. It was fine, but it took us forty five minutes, almost an hour to park. We missed Wolfgang Van Halen. Yeah, missed oh, it. Missed oh, it. Man. Missed missed his set. Uh, we got finally got in. Uh, Pantera was already like two songs in. Yeah. into their set. So you finally get a spot. So that's communicated. The Queen has his spot. The Queen has a spot. Yes, me. Rafe the queen. calls <laughs> Tim and I and says. I just found two spots literally across the street from the dome, street parking. I'm going to stand here until you guys get here. This is downtown St. Louis where people are getting murdered left and right all the time. Yeah. It's chaos. This man, we're on the phone with him. We hear people honking at him and asking him to move, and he's like, Oh, you nah, stood dude. your ground, huh? I told him to beat it. Beat, beat it. it. Wow. You stood your ground and and actually. I gave your spot away once you said you had a ground. You held a street spot. I held two. That's oh, dangerous, thank man. You. Nah. Thank you, Rafe. No, it is, man. It's that's dangerous. also just got to act like you like you know what you're doing. You just got to fake it. You got to act like you were. I just stay on the phone, hold a cone. Yeah. Where'd you keep your cone? cool. He's All got right. pop-up cones. He's got right. a cone. Pockets. All right, Damone. Yeah, exactly. You got to act like, hey, this is the place to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it took like 10 minutes for us to, we were well on our way to where you were, which is surprising, but yeah. like we had to turn around, got there, pulled right in. 
walked uh, up like Greg, across. Every lot was full. Oh. Every lot was full. Grid, I mean, the gridlock. Fifty dollars. This is a joke, park. right? I mean, St. Louis would have put. They would have prepared some things for them. Gridlock. Well, there was a Blues game at the same time. Oh man. Oh yeah. That so was... getting off forty, getting over to the dome, that side of of the city was was. It took a while to get off forty to get to that side of the city to where the dome is. Then you drive it around. I mean, you, everybody trying to converge on the dome at the same time. Gridlock. People aren't obeying. Traffic laws. No. You got cars going down one-way streets the wrong way. <laughs> oh. Now throw in crotch rockets. As you see, oh, like, got, yes. We oh, really? Got uh-huh. Throw in. that. Those things make me nervous. Throw in. Suction boys. Throw in, uh, yeah, uh, gangs of, of people on. Motorcycles. Motorcycles doing wheelies in between each car. One really? Guy on, one guy on a crotch rocket, he was parked. He was, like, rolling through the two lanes of cars in between our car and the car next to us. And he turned around, and he looked at me, and he did the two fingers to the eyes to me, and I did it back to him. Uh, and I was like, I'm going to get killed tonight. Yep. That was, I mean, everybody was on high alert. You guys both very brave. Very right? brave. Thank yeah. you, Greg. Dude, I very brave. was in an Uber. Getting these texts about parking from them. Because I was like, I'm not even messing with it. I'm taking an Uber down. You were in an Uber, but it was on one of those crotch rockets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The gang. Mm-hmm. It was. Gang. I got, well, I'm on an app called Suction Boys. <laughs> the Suction Boys app. Yeah, we have a they gang. They just pick you up on an boys. ATV. Suction yeah. Boys? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they rob you. There's a gang of people robbing people while they're vacuuming their cars at car washes. Yeah. <laughs> and we've dubbed them the Suction Boys. <laughs> the Suction Boys gang. So keep an eye out. Suction Boys, right again. It scares me, man. You heard it here first. Uh, but don't worry. They have a rival gang. <laughs> That's the Cheddar Bay the Cheddar yeah. Bay Biscuit Gang. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. There is uh, there is a good gang in town. That's Red Lobster, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Riz's homemade recipe. The uh, the gang at Cheddar Bay Biscuit Boys. Uh, we just on our you know at the clubhouse. We just get the pre made mix and uh, really. Oh yeah, we yeah. just. <laughs> anyway. You know my uh, my buddy Josh Arnold uh, every year vacations at Cheddar Bay. He says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there actually is a Cheddar Bay. No, take me there, Greg. <laughs> he just spends a week at Red Lobster. But uh... <laughs> anyway, Rafe. Uh, no, I was in the Uber and you guys were texting me and I, the guy was freaking out because I go, I saw the two spots and the dad in me just was like, I got to get out. Mm. And yeah. he goes, I'm a hop out here. He goes, we're not, th- we're, we're not there yet. And I go, well, I'm getting out. And he goes, you, you can't get out. I, I got to complete the ride. And I no, go, you don't. brother, the ride is complete. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, he was really up. He was like, no, you, you have to go to your destination. I go, I found my destination. Yeah. I'm here. Two parking spots that I'm about to save for my friends be the hero of the evening. It's happening. I'm sorry. And I was like, <laughs> as I was getting out, he's like, please. Don't go. <laughs> the guy was like, sad, like a movie. He's like, please, finish the ride. <laughs> and I go, brother, like, I was the ride is the finished. Ride is over, <laughs> Finish the quest. Yeah, he was like Billy the Kid and Young Guns. He's like, I shall finish the game. It's a different kind of ride. Yeah, and I was like, the ride has changed. And I just got out and Dropped a pin for learn. I picked it up. Oh, man. Mm. He pulled in, parallel parked, and boom, we were around the corner and at the dome, and it was like, it felt like a big win in that chaos. Yeah, what? well, we found a spot uh, next to the casino, and we were the last car before they put the lot full sign out. Ooh, and I felt lucky. like it was Indiana Jones running from the boulder and uh, sliding, <laughs> sliding under, underneath. Sliding under yeah. the thing, and uh, people were so pissed. Mm-hmm. Because we had to go down by the landing, go through the landing, and go up those cobblestone streets one way, and we're waiting in line, 
It was awful. I saw people say that they left and turned around and went home. I, I was no, close. No, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It got, it, they Greg, didn't go to Metallica? It right. got to that point where you go, this is nothing is worth driving around. Well, and a lot of people wanted to see Pantera, and they did, sto- like, to me, they kind of stole the show. Like Pantera? So, yeah. They were great. Oh, my God. And so, and people wanted to see Wolfgang Van Halen. So if you didn't, if you already missed out on those two bands, maybe you've seen Metallica before, you're probably like, screw this. Like, I'm leaving. At the what? same time, though, Metallica brought it. Come on, And man. they So they had a circle stage, so, so it was in the round. So it was in the middle of the dome at the 50-yard line, where it would be, you know, when the Rams played. So the circle stage was huge. Yeah. And they had people, in the, so it almost looked like a donut. And in the middle of the donut were, it's they called that snake pit. So you could buy tickets for in the, in oh, the snake Oh, really? Pit. In, 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 inside? Inside the donut. You're the wow. cream filling in the donut, the Metallica donut. Man, yes. that's, uh, I go jelly filled, but oh. um, that's an expensive seat, I would imagine. Uh, yeah. Probably, oh, we're yeah. talking two, $300, huh? They also <laughs> sold, like, elevated tickets, too. So they had these, like, uh... It looked like t- four towers, four or five towers, and you could buy seats on this elevated platform so you're above everybody but still close to the stage. I heard those were like four grand a piece. Wow. Did, did you get the feeling that there were a lot of people in from other cities? Oh, yeah, because my yeah. mom came to town uh, Friday afternoon, and I went to go pick her up at Lambert, and there were a lot of black T-shirts. Yeah. And clearly to see Metallica for the weekend. It was a Metallica weekend. So Friday was the show. Saturday, there were a whole bunch of events. I know you guys went bowling with the roadies. Yep, that was super fun. Uh, James Hetfield did a book signing down at Left Bank Books. Uh, There was a Metallica Film Festival. Black and whiskey tasting. Yeah, whiskey tastings. And then Sunday was the next show. So there's all kinds of events in St. Mm -hmm. Louis for these... Surrounding Metallica. So it's like a festival. And uh, do you think most people went to both shows? I had a couple people in my life that did. I saw people... Because it was different Coming sets. Back. Yeah, it was different sets. So like, they played Master of Puppets on Friday, but they didn't play it on Sunday. They played Ender Sandman on Sunday, which okay. they didn't play on Friday. And two different openers, Ice Nine Kills and Five we Finger Death that. Punch last night. Yeah. We had a thorough discussion. I, I know I kind of wanted to see the openers last night, but really? we had a discussion about what they would close with because we're like, what are going to be the closers? Yeah. And now we were like, Master of Puppets yeah. one night, probably Ender Sandman. Ender Sandman, and that was, we were and absolutely correct. We nailed it. So we were, and I, I, I do want to say we had really good seats. I hope like so. We had, they. I hope so. They put us in a suite. Yeah. Like we had a suite. With the, the food and bev oh, too? Oh, yeah. Nice. And the big boss was there. So our boss, Tommy, was there. Yeah. And then our boss. John. Our boss's boss, John, was there. Yeah, yeah. And John said, hey, whatever you guys want. Oh. And this chick to my left. Yes. Was like. Just bring all the alcohol. Bring yeah. me a bottle of Jack. And they did. Yeah. And I she did. She <laughs> polished off a bottle of Jack Daniels <laughs> almost by herself. I did. I Well, and I had a... I, Rafe even said, he's like, you're having a really good time. Out of control. Night. I was. I Out of control. And also, I want to say this. So, Frank Sidoris, who is the guitarist for Wolfgang Van Halen's band, I know his aunt, and I we missed Wolfie's show. And so he and I were messaging on Instagram. He's like, hope you could get here. And I go, dude, I'm still stuck in traffic. I'm going to miss your entire set. That dude's like, where are you guys at? I want to come say hi to everybody. So he came to our suite and hung out and, dra- and drank Jack. Did? No, not no, one of the guitarists. Because I, I turned around, I'm like, who's the long-haired fella? <laughs> Drinking Jack with the whole show. Who lit um, one of them long hairs? <laughs> Who's that long-haired fella? I was over the freaking moon. It was so much fun. Oh, yeah. So Learn's out there doling out shots for everybody. War- warm Jack Daniels, which is... Yeah. Uh, eh. I'm a beast, Greg. Blah. He was a sweet guy. 
He was a nice guy. He was in love with Rafe. He, he, he complimented Rafe on a number of occasions. Mm. His hair. They, both my husband and Rafe shared uh, hair care products at the end of the night. We closed down the suite. We did. It's crazy. Well, him, he, there was a point because I've been trying to grow my hair out long. Yeah. And it's going through a very long, ugly phase, which I'm not crazy about. A lot of, a lot of caps being worn. And I've almost given up. And this guy comes in, dude. This guy is so handsome. And he, like, he had his hair in, like, a man bun and rock star style. And at some point during the conversation, he, like, let his hair down, like a Pantene commercial. <laughs> just in, <laughs> just like, out. casually. And literally in my head, I was just like, F this guy. Yeah, and yeah, I just yeah. got mad about it and went away. Because I just his went hair was so good? Because his hair was so good. Pantene, they put the vitamin <clears throat> in. You can see it. Man. Well, he let his hair down and did the shake. He did. Yeah. But then later on... Unprompted, unless Learn setting me up for it. I, I still, she, he goes, hey man, this, I don't want to sound weird, but he's like, I noticed as soon as I met you, you got great hair, and I was just like, oh. hell yeah, man. <laughs> Sometimes the compliment you need comes along right when you, yeah, need. right when you, <laughs> you need, know? and I'm like, you just that's you just got me through the next three haircuts because yeah. I've almost taken it all off. Well, uh, my ride, Ryan. Uh, he was gracious enough to then take us to DB's after. Oh yes. After the uh, after the concert, and then the party continued. Uh, down at DB's. Yeah. I was lit, man. I because Rafe was the parking king. I was like, "Where do you want to go? We'll take you anywhere. You want to go home?" He's like, "I want to go to DB's because that's where you guys were." And so we showed up, and the party was continuing. Oh yeah. <clears throat> this is everything that I would want from like. A Metallica show. A Metallica show and uh, radio people like you guys. Like this is what I would want your life to be. Oh, it was it was great, yeah. and it's it's a fun. Suite. It's fun to do that stuff every once in a while. Yeah, man. I, I why couldn't... why why do you have the job if you can't do that every now and then? Every now and then it's fun. Yeah. Uh, but I was just a disaster on Saturday. Like just I got home around one thirty two o'clock, and like my, my body can't take it anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. Like after <laughs> just hours of drinking. I was yeah, I was bad on Saturday. And then my wife and son were were away, so it was me and my daughter. My mom's here, and I'm like, I gotta be a dad and take my daughter with, to a cheerleading thing. And I was no good on Saturday. <laughs> we we ended up I tried. Going, I tried my best. We went bowling at Shrewsbury Lanes with the the Metallica roadies. So Casey was doing an event where each jock got to uh, have a team, and so I invited Rafe. So it was Rafe, my husband, and this listener named Jessica, and us against four or three of the Metallica roadies. Okay? Really? And they bowl when they're off. On their off days, because Saturday was an off day, these dudes know how to roll like no other, uh, and it was so much fun because I was so hungover. But dude, I I made I would have made you so proud. Yeah, you you rolled good. The first roll. Oh, she was rolling out of her mind. I rolled a strike first. Locked roll, in. And then I I did 130, 125. We played three games. One thirty, one twenty-five, and then uh, the gummy and I 12. had <laughs> came in. And it was like. Definitely yes, brought her average so you down took that a gummy? third game. I, I did. I, yeah, it wasn't like a pot gummy. It was like a CBD gummy. But yeah, I just it's a uh, Flintstones gummy. <laughs> Flintstones <laughs> really gummy. drug her down. But I had such a good time. That I calcium a... hit her bones and she got heavy. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Well, next time Metallica comes to town, Greg, you could. Uh, yeah, man, take us. take the weekend off. Take yeah, the weekend yeah. off. You should come it, hang out. I gotta say, man, I uh, a buddy of mine. Just out of nowhere, it was like, hey, I watched this uh, this girl interview one of the people from Metallica, and she was really, really smooth. Oh, yeah. yeah, learn. Thank we got you. some some 
pretty nice co- uh, compliment. Yeah, it was, it was out of nowhere. He was like, man, that girl really knows what she's doing. They That's put her interview on Blabbermouth. Yeah, Blabbermouth. On a national... Uh, uh, Luis uh, uh, emailed in, uh, hi, The Point played your interview with Robert Trujillo on Saturday afternoon about 1.15. I listened to it in its entirety. Oh. Great job, girl. Oh, I can hear thanks. the excitement in your voice, and Robert was just so down-to-earth friendly and open to all your questions. I'm so glad I happened to be tuned in that time. That's very sweet. And that was that out of my ear. Very nice. Yeah, he was the best. He was just super cool. Well, the story goes that Learn went down to interview Robert the bassist from Metallica on Thursday. Rafe pretended to be her sound guy yep. to, <laughs> get, to, to go weasel, along weasel to get down. access. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To weasel in, to fly on the wall. Next yeah. thing you know, uh, Metallica's manager, uh, somebody from his management, somebody from their management company was in our box. Yeah. Uh, Adon, it was a great, great He's guy. So cool. And he said that, uh, yeah, Rafe. And Robert kind of hit it off because Rafe told Robert Trujillo, bassist of Metallica, the best places in the city to get a sandwich. Oh, yeah. He, like, lit up. And Robert lit up. He did. And I wonder if he got those sandwiches. They did. Oh, they, guy, he, he, oh, he came did. to our box. The Metallica's manager came to our box and was like, dude, the minute Robert got back to the... Because I told you, I was like, he slid that list in his pocket with it, and he was walking a little lighter. Yeah. There was a joy in his step. And then there's like, as soon as he got back, he like, whoever their catering manager is, he goes, find these places. <laughs> find me these sandwiches. Go find these places and bring us sandwiches. <laughs> Where's and Joy's Deli? So he went to Joya's? Joya's, uh, Blue City. And then I don't know if they did Gramophone or Legrand's. Those were like the two that I kind of put as like, hey, the late night Gramophone. Like these are the places to get yeah. a good sandwich. And then Rafe on Saturday did a little independent uh, research himself. Where'd you go, Sunday. Saturday post bowling, I bowled. We rolled hard. We did good. I want to like we gla- we glazed, glazed over that. We represented the this show well. well. Yeah, glazed. We did over. not win. They said the exact scores. Mm. Well, that was my exact scores. Her exact scores. <laughs> <laughs> As a team, we did. Really we put well. up some good points. I think we finished like fourth or something like that, yeah. which isn't great. Out of five, fourth, there were two teams. Well, no, yeah. well like Greg, teams. it's all Greg. about how you frame it, Damn dude. It, You're not helping the framing. It was you against the roadies, and you got fourth. <laughs> there was yeah. more teams, dude. It was a cumulative score of all the teams. Oh, okay, all right, man. Anyway. Anyway. Well, now the sound is cool. Right. We did well. Sorry, man. Greg's busting no, my no, framing I didn't think out. I like that, man. I'm, I'm sure you guys did great. That was a load-bearing they, wall. You they, just busted out. They, my... they gave you some sort of participation <laughs> trophy that yeah. said you got second. <laughs> it was cool. It was a fun time. But then on the way back from bowling, uh, they were having a date night. And I go, well, you know what? I'm going to have a date night, too. Hmm. You Tim and Learn want to have a date night. <laughs> I'm gonna have a date night too. So I went out. to, <laughs> I went to Mom's Deli and got oh, a sandwich man. from Mom's Deli, yeah. and then I went to Legrand's and got a second sandwich what? from Legrand's, and I took them home. Okay, let me ask you a question. Did you bring your Mom's Deli sandwich with you inside Legrand's? No, I didn't flex hard like that. <laughs> did you oh, get the, the, uh, the, you you can't be bring you can't be doing that. Right? But I did lock it in the trunk so no one would steal. Legrand's it while is another sandwich Legrand's. place, right? Yeah, it's yeah. great. So you're yeah, you didn't do that, did you? Were you bringing no. other sandwiches? No. <laughs> Convy did that to me. My buddy did that to me the other day, man. He showed up at a he showed up at Caldi's with a Starbucks, man. I was like, we're, No, get out of here, man. What are you doing? It's one level of white trash to go into a place 
and and then you know you you have your drink from you wherever. You can't bring Burger King into McDonald's. You can bring Burger King McDonald's as long as you buy some McDonald's. That's still sort of white That's trash. Weird. But when you go in and you don't order anything right. from McDonald's, man, Comby uh-huh. did that. He, and Caldi's, who I love Caldi's. Caldi's my place. He made me look like you know like Garbage. I got a reputation You're trash. over there. Yeah, yeah. He's sitting there with his Starbucks. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, and especially since me. it's direct competition. Mm. It's also not only is it direct competition, Riz. It's the big national chain. Yeah, mm-hmm. going up Go against a local guy. Our yeah. our local place. You know, mm-hmm. my neighborhood. It's Kirkwood. This is this is our place. Well, at least with moms and Legrands are two. Listen, I local, didn't do that. Local establishments. You're getting a rumor started. So you left your mom's the deli Earl sandwich. sandwich right now. You left your mom. I know the etiquette. You left your mom's sandwich in the car <laughs> well, unattended. No, I locked it up. Dude, I just I put it in the console and hid it. <laughs> and I wish that that was a joke. Where so, where some people I literally have. looked over in my seat and I, I was like, you know, Legrand's is in a pretty decent neighborhood, but. If someone sees a mom's, I might know. break a window for a mom's deli so listen, sandwich. Some so people I'd... actually have gun lockers in their car <clears throat> bolted to the frame yeah. of the car, so you can't take it. That's, that's, that's what you have in your car. That was sandwiches, yeah. man. I do. Yeah, I have a sandwich it, safe in my car. Bolted under the frame of the what car. What is this? Uh, sir, I get pulled over. Cops are like, sir, is there a weapon in there? And I was like, no, but there are two roast beef sandwiches in there, with, so with I don't food? want you to be... This man is capable of anything. And I think I've shared this on this show one time before, but this guy, the first time I took him on the road, man, we went, we were just on the road to get get, get a couple of things. You're on the road. You're in a hotel, man. Yeah. I was like, hey, let's go to the store, man. Maybe get a you know, couple of some, some waters and some some peanuts or chips or what. You know, guy's got a, a giant platter of deviled eggs. Oh, we talked about that on Friday. Yeah. 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 He's a deviled eggs. Friday because was, Friday I told was my national. side of this story. He's got a giant platter of deviled eggs. We're going on the road, man. Friday was National Deviled yeah. Eggs Day. I was prepared, dude. And we talked about that story. Dude, he should be the spokesman. I agree. He's, he's like, we're not having a picnic, man. This is a road gig. <laughs> and I was prepped. I had meals ready to eat in my little uh. tiny... Uh, refrigerator. In my oh, and you guys are in a car together. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you got deviled yeah. egg farts too. Yeah, oh, I love no. deviled eggs, but they oh, smell horrible. I don't care for them. You yeah, know? deviled eggs. Take a hard You're supposed egg. to be on my side, dude. I am. Anyway. I am on your side. I yeah, love them, but they do smell you. awful. Back to the sandwiches. Yeah, yeah I don't want to get off the sandwich topic. Nah, you're right, it. man. I'm sorry. So, your mom's sandwich. What would you get at mom's? Mom's. I got the mom's special. Uh, which is like, I don't remember exactly what's on it, but I remember it had Thousand Island. Is it and still only cash there? No, I think I paid with a card. I love that. But my, my my Aunt Helen lived right above Mom's. And when I was a kid, she'd be like, I go, here's here's a couple bucks. Go get Because it was only cash for a while. And they had an ATM inside the That's place. Right. Yeah. I like places like that, and I respect it, and I would have went to an ATM. But I maybe I had cash on me. I don't remember. But I, they had some, uh, they also had some cannoli I want to shout that out, man. They had some cannoli dip, so it was like little pieces. Of, oh yeah, that's a it wasn't big thing. an. It was like the cannoli filling in a little cup, and then like the, the shells, the shells that look like Doritos or something. Oh, man. And man, oh that's a that's a big thing, like a dipper. Nice oh, little really? surprise. Oh yeah, so like the broken cannoli shell that you could just dip. That's awesome. In the okay. cannoli filling, in the cannoli filling, which is custard of some sort. It's like ricotta. a mar- mascarpone cheese. And mm. It's a whole bunch of different. Things. Okay, anyway, that's good. Let's not get off the sandwiches. Yeah, I'm not. Right, right. I'm telling you, I'm just giving you the whole experience. This so you is got what the I did. mom special, put it in your car. Mom special, put it in my car. <laughs> got into my Waze app, and I said, how far is Legrand's? And I was like, not far. 
three minutes. That's practically on the way home. Yeah. It really was. Now, Legrand's is Chippewa and, uh, was it Watson? Uh, I think it's Chippewa and, like, some weird, like, Donovan or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, Some yeah. weird right by the intersecting street. <clears throat> it's right across from Donut Drive-In. Yeah. It says Tomboy on the side. Yeah. Tomboy, man, that was in my neighborhood. It's still there. Yeah. It's called something else now, but that was, like, the neighborhood grocery. Tiny it's called Legrand's. My, uh. That's it. Really? We had another tomboy like it where I grew up, but it was uh, my parents had an account there. I think they still do. This is in South City. Yeah, man, that's where my mom grew so up. So you go, yeah, because it's a little grocery store too. So you go into Legrand's, and and this is your first time there. Legrand's because it's pretty overwhelming. Uh, I have had a sandwich, sandwich from there, but I had never been in. I had had a buddy bring Grub me a hub? sandwich from there before. That was my first visit to Legrand's. And what'd you get? Legrand's, I got. Oh man, I think it was named after like Joe Buck. There's like I a used Joe to get Buck the Jim sandwich. Edmonds. Uh, that's the ball game, folks, or something like that. I think is what it was called. Mm. It had some. It was one of like Jack Buck's sayings. I don't remember. That's a if, winner, probably. That's a winner. Yeah. Boom! That's what it was. I got that. That's a winner, and it was and like it was. roast beef, salami, maybe some. I can't remember if there's prosciutto or something <laughs> on it. Man, cheese. So you had two sandwich. You had two. I just think all the. If there's other sandwiches out there named after broadcasters, things yeah. that they said. Like, holy cow. Yeah, holy cow. Hopefully there's not one after Brenneman when he uh, yeah, uh, said things about a certain point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll have the Bill O'Reilly effort. We'll do it live. Yeah. So you bring him home, or would you eat in the car? I brought him home. <laughs> it wasn't right. Some semblance of self-control. Well, I did. Okay. Full disclosure? Yeah. Yep. I did buy a little bit of uh, a potato salad to hold me over. Okay. You're eating potato salad in the car? You driving with your knees? You can't eat potato what? salad in the car. Listen, man. <laughs> That's a two-hander. I thought we were a tree of trust here. It's a two-handed thing, man. Oh, then we put it in a pint. I put it in the cup holder. Are you I got a little. It? I got one hand on the wheel and the other hand. Dude, that's not safe, man. Hey, yeah, just so hey, you guys know. Let Jesus have... take the wheel while I take the potato salad. <laughs> yeah, just full disclosure, I had tomato soup and a bread bowl. Yeah. I can't... What are you talking about, man? You eat potato salad in the car? <laughs> full disclosure, I had a fondue kit. Yeah. And, uh... Full disclosure, I ate all the crab, le crab legs in the car. I, uh, and very three lobster claws <laughs> and a fondue kit. Hey, man, you're eating crab legs in a car. I, I, it, it's already. Oh, I'm the bad guy here. Yeah. I got I'm a impressed. bib. I got a bib. What's yeah. wrong with me? We have distracted driving laws now. You know That's that. You right. can't even pick up your cell phone. Dude, I've never ticket. been more laser focused than halfway through some loaded <laughs> potato salad. I think that is true, on man. Chippewa. That is true when you're doing something. <laughs> yeah. I've driven where I'm like, yeah. I should not be doing any yeah, of this. Yeah, when you're doing something you you're do not supposed to be doing, level. you are yeah. dialed in. It's like I took yeah. a diazepam yeah. to drive home. <laughs> I was dialed in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you get home. Uh, potato salad's done. Potato salad's done. done. Uh, the card game that he's playing uh, yeah. in the car, that's finished. Potato salad's done. I just hit a solitaire on my laptop. <laughs> I completed my Wordle awesome for the day. Have a nice Sunday. Wordle, Wordle is done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm way ahead of the game at this point. And now I get his focus in on my sandwich. And it's, only, it's just midday Saturday at this point. Did you lay them out? Did you, lay, did you open both out? You do like, half of one and half of the other? I did. That's exactly how I did it. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to do half of one and half of the other, and then tomorrow's football, maybe I save them. Didn't make it that far. Ate the rest later. But, but it was like lunch and dinner. Perfect. I had half and half, and then I cleaned my house for a little while, 
fiddled around with some stuff I needed to get done for uh, Flyover Comedy Festival. It's coming up this weekend. And then 8 o'clock rolled around. I was like, I don't need to order out because I double sandwiched today. I mean, it was International Sandwich Day. What, Friday? Friday was International Sandwich I don't, Day. Listen, I walked the walk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I appreciate it. And then I went back to LaGrange yesterday. You liked it that much, huh? Well, I did I did both. I did my sampling, and then I was like, there was another sandwich I wanted to try at LeGrand's, but I felt like three was pushing the limits of even my yeah. own uh, fortitude. So I just went back, and I saw a bunch of Metallica fans there. I saw people that were there from listening to our show. Right. A guy that's a fan from uh, Germantown, Illinois, was like, dude, we're here because of you. This is crazy. And I was like, I am both excited and embarrassed that I'm caught in this moment, that you actually caught me going into Legrand's. They didn't know for the second day in a row, but it was awesome, man. There was a bunch of Metallica Pantera shirts all eating out front. And I'm like, these are our people, man. They're listening. Yeah. This is a sandwich city. Dude. The Robert Edmonds. Trujillo was there. Cool. The Edmonds was, is turkey, ham, pepperoni, salami, Swiss, cheese, lettuce, tomato, roasted red pepper sauce. That's what I used to get. Yes. The hoagie marrow, too. The capicola, mortadella, Genoa salami, mozzarella. <laughs> the Italian stuff. What'd you get when you went back? Look at his eyes dancing while he's looking at that menu. Yeah. You see how his Italian eyes just start to dance when yeah. he starts talking about capicola? You can see in each 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 ingredient, he's remembering a special time. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he is. What, so you got the first time you I can got hear the- Jackson Brown's song, These Days, playing <laughs> lightly in the background. I go out walking. Oh, here's the that's days. a winner. Ham, roast beef, turkey, salami, <laughs> cheddar, Swiss, lettuce, tomato, pickle. Woo, man. That's a sandwich. Sell it to me, baby. So, what'd you like better? Uh, I got to go Legrand's probably. I went back to, I mean, I thought that was obvious in the story without me besmirching mom's deli. No, no, and not taking anything away from not it. Not taking anything away. I, I mean, everybody has a day. Yeah. Everyone has a day. I thought uh, they're similar. The bread is similar. Good I will bread, say though. That. Good bread, good bread but similar at both places. And, and and maybe somebody knows this. Where do they source their bread? That I don't know. Because that place, know. so is it Fazio's, the bread maker? Mm-hmm. They're still making bread? I think so. That's the good bread. bread. Maker? Trucks. Yeah. I And I went back the second day at LeGrand's. I got a sandwich and I got a little cup of, which might have been the deciding factor. I thought they had some cool stuff in the deli section that yeah. I was like, I'm going to grab a couple. They had like a little uh, cold tortellini salad with like olives. That right now, man. The tortellini salad. Gr- tomatoes, green, and black olives. <laughs> That's what's up, dude. <laughs> Telling you. And it Tossed was good. in a Greek vinaigrette dressing with feta cheese served cold. It was good. That was like, yeah. I think that was the thing that put me over the top at Legrand's. I'm like, I'm going to go grab this tortellini salad. Eat that in the car. And I'm not going to lie, I hate to say this in front of Greg, but they had the deviled egg potato salad. and I Oh, it, always get it. And I had already gotten the potato salad at Mom's the day before, so I got the deviled egg potato What's salad. What's deviled egg potato salad? It's amazing. It's worth, It's like a yellow, it's yellow, right? Because they deviled mm-hmm. the eggs out, and then mm-hmm. oh, it's delicious. Oh, they also have a German potato salad, too. Yeah, that I could go for. That I could go for, too. No, you can keep your Eastern Bloc potato salad to yourself. What, what sandwich did you get on Sunday? I got. Everybody wants to to know. List them off to me. There's the. uh, Did you get a a cold sandwich or a hot sandwich? I got cold. I got two colds. There's the Great Bambino. There's the Italian Stallion. The Larusa Triple Play Cheese. McGuire Special. The I think I got the McGuire. Slapshot. The Angry Billiken. The Alberto. The Hitman. The Jaybird. The Rockin' Rooster. The Stand the Man. I got the. Oh, you know what I got? I got the Jackie Special. 
Is that Jackie Smith? Jackie Special, ham, salami, cheddar, lettuce, that Jackie tomato, pickle, Thousand Island. I don't know. I don't know. I don't Jackie think anybody Smith's knows. Jackie Smith's a St. Louis guy. That's Jackie the St. Arizona Cardinal guy? Or yeah, St. Louis Cardinal guy? St. Louis Cardinal guy. Then he uh, was uh, Hall of Famer, Cowboys. Yep. Oh, used to own the bar that your girlfriend works at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes in there. Well, so, hey, five stars for LeGrand's? Yeah. All right, five stars. Mom's a huge dog. I haven't been to Mom's in years. That's a hell of a sandwich, too. Oh, that's a great place. Man. I've never been to Blue City Deli, and that is... I don't think I have either. That is, and I did a list from Yelp, uh, Foursquare, and, and um, TripAdvisor, as far as top sandwiches in St. Louis. Blue City Deli was number one on all three of those really? lists. Yeah, you gotta go. I've never been. It's an experience. It's so fun. Like, at lunchtime, there's always a line. It's just good vibes all around, and yeah. delicious. I want a sandwich. Why do we do that? We do this every 6 o'clock hour. We start talking about the delicious and, and Joy's food. Joy's is right there, too. Yeah, man. I would have stopped and got some. <laughs> Everything's closed. We're a stone's throw from a Joy's. Yeah. All right. We, listen, we, we got to take problem. a break. We, we've been talking for over an hour. But first, brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill. Proud sponsor of Team Riz. Head up hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From Ophel, Missouri, Janessa Gilpin is yes, our team the day. Janessa uh, listens to the Riz Show. Uh, it is a weekday ritual for her. Uh, she loves catching up on all the conversation and the humor that's shared every day. She appreciates King Scott's unrecognized wit, Moon's advocacy for any sort of discussion, my leadership, learns perspective, and Rafe's unpredictable add-ins. Nice. Nice. <laughs> loves the games, loves the news, and everything in between. Uh, Janessa Gilpin from O'Fallon, Missouri is our Team Riz member of the day. Get super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, it's Riz. Winter weather is right around the corner, so now's the perfect time for you to make plans to get your family's vehicles over to our good friends at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers for new tires and for pre-winter auto service and repairs. Now at Dobbs through the end of the month at all 43 Dobbs locations, you can get spectacular deals on new tires just in time for winter weather driving. I'm talking about money saver deals on great tire brands, including savings of up to 300 bucks on a new set of Goodyear tires, plus valuable deals on new sets of Michelin, BF Goodrich, Continental, and Pirelli tires. Click on go2dobs.com. That's go2dobs.com for complete details on all of Dobbs November deals. Hey, this is Rafe from the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. That's right, you're talking to Captain Porksteak himself, and I want to talk to you about prize picks. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 100 times my money this basketball season. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players, and stat types are what makes prize picks the number one fantasy sports app. Now, this week on prize picks, I'm looking at the playoff basketball board and selecting uh, Anthony Edwards for more than 29 points and Nikola Jocic for... More than 10 rebounds, or Jalen Brunson for more than 30 points, and Tyrese Halliburton for more than 10 assists. And WNBA's right around the corner. I'm going to pick Caitlin Clark to make three pointers on my lineup when the women's basketball season tips off later this month. Download the app today and use code RIZ for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I'm going to repeat that. Download the app today and use code RIZ for the first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I love prize picks, and you will too. Prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved down to our house, uh, the deck was 
it was in disrepair. And at Colchesterville Fence and Deck, we did a uh, complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality, and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Rizzo this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair, and at Colchesterville Fence Deck, we did a uh, complete teardown, and then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism, that's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty, and if you mention the Rizzo this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Show your emails, rizshow1057thepoint.com. Comedian Greg Warren is here. Hey, hey guys. Appreciate you getting up early. Yeah, man. Hanging out. Good to be here. Uh, you are at the Funny Bone next weekend? Yeah, next, not this weekend, but the uh, the following weekend. weekend. Yeah, Westport Plaza, uh, doing a bunch of shows. Nice. Yeah, man, I'm pretty excited about it. It's Westport Plaza, huh? What are the dates? Uh, that's a good question. 16 through 18 of go. November, and then 19, we do a, when we do this in a couple markets, it's a, uh, like a matinee show, and it's, uh, all ages. Like, we, 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 kids, you can bring your kids. Oh, wow. We get the kids on stage and let them tell oh, jokes. Oh, like a clean show, huh? Interview them and stuff like that's, that. That's, it's yeah. fun, man. That's a Sunday? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. So man. next next Sunday. Yeah, next Sunday. Yeah, it's it's, it's a good time. It's man. pretty fun. I did one with them. I don't remember where we were, but is it Des Moines? We did it. It was Des Moines, and it was fun because like the I mean, it's fun for the kids. Yeah, they get up and they tell jokes. Yeah, yeah. as parents. a parent, though, you know, you go, all right, that's that's fun. It's, yeah. it's cool because it's not a kiddie show. Like, I mean, my act's pretty clean anyway, so I just do my act. Yeah. So these, you can see these parents showing up. They're like, ah, we're doing this thing with our kids, and then, you know. About 10 minutes, they're like, oh, this is just me hanging out at a comedy show. <laughs> and then they look, and they're like, well, she's driving. 
because they, you know, they serve booze. It's, yeah. You know, it's, I mean, it's, <laughs> and, and, and so these guys, they just, they're like, well, this isn't bad at all, man. I'm just drinking in a comedy show in the afternoon. Yeah. And uh, the kids, the kids really like it, man. I mean, we well, that's interview and, them and, and stuff. And something, you know, comedy is something that could be shared. Yeah, yeah. You know, with, with, with parents and, and, and children. Yeah. The first time I did it with them, too, I didn't know. Like, we feed them jokes sometimes if they get up there and get nervous. And, man, having to, like, search your brain for, like, man, what were some kid jokes? Yeah. Especially me. I'm like, what are some good, you know, solid yeah. Laffy Taffy rapper jokes? Right. I'm glad I'm, listen, I'm, I'm glad you bring it up, kids, because as, you know, how old are you, Rick? <clears throat> I had a thing for 55. 55. Yeah. Rafe and I are 45. Yeah. You're 38? I'm 38. 38. Yeah. Okay. But we all remember when we were younger how we consumed music. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I remember buying cassette tapes. Yeah. Uh, finally getting a CD player and then moving on to MP3s and now just having every song at your fingertips on your phone now. It's amazing. It's so amazing. I it, dreamed this when I was a kid. If you would have told eight-year-old Riz that in 30 years, you'll have every song on a little device that you're going to keep in your yeah. pocket. It was so awesome going to a, going to Tower Records or Sam Goody or wherever you know, Suncoast Video. I remember it used to sell, yeah, street in side. the mall, uh, and just saving up saving up money to get a cassette tape. Mm-hmm. I remember the first the first cassette tapes I got were uh, Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction, and Motley Crue's Doctor Feelgood. Wow, <laughs> on cassette tape. And I remember opening the cassette tape of uh, Owen oh, Def Leppard's Hysteria. Opening up the cassette tape, Appetite for Destruction, and they had that, like, really weird, bizarre cartoon inside with a woman who was topless and her <laughs> and her underwear was, you know, uh, underwear was down around her ankles. You're like, so what does this mean? It was naughty. Man, I got to get this. <laughs> yeah, Craig. My <laughs> mom threw away Appetite for Destruction three times. Because of the content? Just because, yeah, she saw the four skulls. You remember the artwork? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This Thank was God like she... the height of satanic panic. Thank God she didn't open up the inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the, this was height of satanic panic. I remember putting the, I can't remember if it was a cassette or the CD. My cousin got it and gave me, like, I remember, like, hiding it in the slats under my bed like a Playboy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. just hiding it in the little wood slats. She found it. Oh yeah, dude. And my mom. My mom tossed our room like a prison guard <laughs> when we were not. <laughs> dude, she was psycho. My mom was psycho, dude. I like there would be stuff missing that I'm like, she must go in there when we're done. Like we're on lockdown at a federal penitentiary, dude, looking and then for shanks. Not say anything. Oh, not say nothing. Oh, <laughs> stuff would just be gone. I've told this story before, dude. I was trying, like, I was just getting interested in girls, and I had trace paper, and I would this. There's like in the '90s. Women were hypersexualized in comic books. Huge boobies. Yeah. It's crazy. Still are, but really hypersexualized in the 90s. And I would like trace the paper to trace the boobies or whatever, but I couldn't draw the, the it was like the arms and hands were too intricate because the pictures were too small. <laughs> so I just had a lot of like women's naked torsos in the sketch That's paper. That's sicko, man. That's, I know. Because I was trying to, That's I was like, all right, let's try what drawing. nipples look like. And uh, yeah, and then like the, I would just give up at the knees and the arms. Right, who cares about that? And no head. So my mom was, and they would be disappearing. And in my head, I was like, my little brothers are stealing all my 
Drawings. My booby art. Nobody wants your uh, torso my, drawings. Yeah, my, my she art. never said a word, which means that's a mother's love, dude. Yeah. Like she was in there tossing my room, throwing out appetite for destruction with skulls on the front and women's to- naked torsos. Like, that she was, you know what? It's a phase. He's not a serial oh, killer. She was taking it to some mental health professional and yeah. be like, is this normal? Put it in the file. Yeah. Yeah, making a file on you. No, my point is... Um, if you and it's and it's easy for people of our generation to make fun of the younger generation for not knowing how to do something. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a video going around. There's actually an internet trend going around showing Generation Alpha, which is you know my kids' ages, trying to fail, uh, trying and failing, uh, opening up a CD case. Oh, <laughs> who has it? That's great. They can't get it open. They can't get it open. They can't get it open. I'm trying to think of how of opening them. Yeah, you got the grips on the side, right? The corners, Dude. you got to open them up. I always I mean, open you know when I used to sell opener. CDs after shows? It's easy, man. You can even just, taking them out of the cellophane. Oh, mm. The old school CDs that had that little sticker. Yeah, man, but I, yeah, there's a way to get the cellophane off pretty easy. No, there was a, the sticker under the cellophane. Under the cellophane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You had to get the cellophane that first. That thing was oh, Fort I loved Knox. It. So well, gratifying to peel it off in its entirety. I had an opener. Oh, you did? Like, it had a little razor blade that went, is it? Mm. No, I peeled it completely off, and then I would stick them on my wall. Are you old enough? You're probably not old enough. Didn't, like, some of, the, like, the radio jocks, like, didn't... When people, I started, I played CDs. But didn't they put, like, joints in the in that little thing in the CD? Oh, on the side? Yeah, yeah. I remember some radio jocks <laughs> telling me, like, yeah, like, they would want to get their thing played, yeah, the so they'd put drugs would, in the... The record yeah. guys would do that. Really? Yeah. In the And the jewel cases in there, there's a little... Pocket where the joint where the there's a space where that the, looks like the space where the hinge was yeah to open it up oh yeah they'd put stuff in there fun but I don't know it's easy again for the older generation to make fun look at the look at these idiots yeah. can't can't open up they don't need to open up a CD case no. Yeah. no no they don't need to do that it's like what if our parents had the internet yeah and you would should... tell and, and would make fun of us for not knowing how to do what. How to right. put an eight track in, or that's what you should give them an eight track and tell them to open it up, which you you don't, but just like like hey, how do you, what, yeah, yeah. how do you get the music out of this thing? Yeah, yeah, just give them an eight track and watch them try to open it, or cue up a record. I mean, there's a whole strategy to that. You got to cue, you know, the twenty five percent turn and all that, and you got to like hit it so it starts. I, nobody knows what they're doing with those LPs these days. I don't ever did. So here's this is a this is a did. little highlight <laughs> little highlight reel of. Um, our generation making fun of the uh, the youngins for not knowing how to work a CD player or even open up a CD case. What do you mean how do you open it? Like, open this to get the CD. Open, open the case. How? What do you mean? Open it. How? No, grab it. I don't want to break it. It's not coming out. <laughs> it's not coming out. You guys out, are right? making me laugh because this is how we listen to music. Wait, no, it's my How do you get it? Oh! Oh! That was them taking the CD out of the middle. Mm-hmm. Like, so they finally got the case open. And remember, it was sometimes hard to, for the first time to pop the CD sure. yeah. out of the jewel case. You could crack it. But those kids sounded like they were three. So, of course, they're not going to know. I want to see, like, can a 21-year-old open a CD jewel? You don't think this is damaging for kids to put them on the Internet, which is forever. Of course it is. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Which is forever. But it's entertaining to some. So is it, like, what's going to cause more damage? Well, I'm not paying for those kids' therapy. I'll tell you that. Oh, we're going to all pay. Uh, we're all paying. <laughs> we're all going to pay. Yeah.
I mean, it's fine. At least they're They'll not be fine. cracking the eggs over the kid's head. That was Will they be fine? Yeah. They're all going to be fine. The egg crack kids are going to be fine. It's not like, dude, think about some of the stuff your parents made you do in front of company. Like, we all, it's a rite of passage. I don't know. What did your parents make you do? I don't like, think my I'm pretty sure my mom made me put on a wig and heels and sing nine to five in front of company. Because <laughs> she thought it was funny. Yeah. It had me asking all kinds of questions about myself. But you know what? I'm fine. Are you? And Dolly Parton rules. And that song is awesome. Yeah. It makes so much sense. Are you fine? I think so. Uh, somewhere I came out the other side fine. Let's put somewhere, it that way. Somewhere deep down inside, there's something bubbling. Oh, yeah. I mean, I still, every day when I wake up, I wake up in the morning and I stumble in the kitchen, pour myself a cup of ambition. I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> I, I'm a man. <laughs> but other than that, everything's fine, man. Everything's great. Uh, everything's great. Fine. Well, good luck to Generation Alpha. I hope everything's all right. I don't like that they're Generation Alpha. I know there's probably some Greek mythology. I was thinking there, that too. Why do like they get it. the rollover? Yeah. Why do they get to be Alpha? That's going to be problematic in itself. They came up with 37 letters before they decided to, we're out. We're going Alpha. We're resetting the clock. There's 37 letters. I'm just saying, like, they came up with, like, there was Gen <laughs> Z, then there was out. Gen oh, yeah. Y. We were trying to keep it a secret from them the whole time. Then Millennials, and then who knows? Delta, Alpha. I didn't know there was any other ones. Well, yeah. what are the what are the generations? Well, uh, the greatest generation is that boomers. Uh, no, no, the greatest generation is the greatest. It's World War II, then the boomers are the '60s, mm -hmm. right? Baby boomers. Then what? Gen X. There's Gen X. The greatest generation born between 01 and 27, 1901 and 1927. Okay. Then there's the silent generation, which is 1928 to 1945. The baby boomers, 46 to 64. Generation X. 65 to 80, millennials 81 to 96, generation Z 1996 to 2012, and generation alpha is 2013 to 2025. I never heard anything about the silent generation. I, mean, I guess that makes sense. But <laughs> Good job, Greg. But, what, but what, 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 what's, what's, the, what's the silent generation? I don't know. Why are they the silent generation? I can tell you what, they're not silent at the. Caesar's Palace buffet. Because they uh, had that's the age where they're complaining about everything. Uh, okay, so the silent <laughs> generation, uh, those born between the years uh, twenty eight to forty five, are actually the smallest group due to consequences from the Great Depression and World War II. Between the size of the population and the hesitancy to speak out against social issues due to the McCarthy era of uh, era oh, of government, okay. they earned their name. Hmm. Yeah, those are those. Uh, oh, they're communists. People on the group are between 77 and 97 years old. Okay. So they are the silent generation. Interesting. And there's a micro generation. I got to tell you, my, so that, my, my dad is in the silent generation. and He's not silent. He ain't silent. <laughs> in fact, he won't shut up. <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah. He, he if he, if he, his mind. He, if he sees something that he perceives is, is uh, not being right, he's going to speak out. There you go. Especially if it's, you know, one of my... Shortcomings. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't talking about that, huh? He, uh, <laughs> father was a wrestling coach, you know. No. M my coach. That's where you got it from. Yeah. And, uh, we still watch his tape. We, we watch tape of me wrestling in high school, and uh, he critiques them, you know. Still. <laughs> still. Yeah, I'm 55, you know. <laughs> 
He still calls you in there. What were you doing in this match? You just lay in there like a dead animal. Yeah, he go, Greg, oh, come no. in here real quick. Wait, go, oh God, not the cassette tapes. Dad, I don't remember. Not the VHSs. I quit. I quit wrestling 29 years ago. You quit wrestling in the middle of this match. That's when you quit wrestling. <laughs> yeah. He makes you. Can you even open this VHS tape? Right. <laughs> You're struggling. Uh, Greg, I'd like you to come over. I need some help with something. You walk in, oh, it's like no. he's popping into VHS. Yeah, yeah. Come on, come over here. Is that a bad Let day? Let me take you again. No! Yeah. I know the match. Like, I know there's a specific match. My senior year of high school, I tied this guy from Lafayette, and uh, that's the one, you know? We, I won a lot. Like, I was good, but we don't watch those. You don't learn anything from those. You went to West those. Point to wrestle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that one, he's well, still locking on that one. That's the one. Yeah, you learn more from the losses. Yeah, or, okay. Or the or the ties. Ties, as it were. Yeah, yeah. That's a loss, Rafe. Man, yeah, yeah. ties a loss in Greg's dad's book. Yeah, yeah. In Silent Generation's book, it is. In the Silent Generation. In, uh, yeah, in, yeah. The, new, in the Alpha didn't, Generation, it's an award. <laughs> we, didn't tie, we, didn't tie, we didn't tie World War II. We won. That's right. Mm -hmm. We're part of, you and I are considered Zillennials, which is a micro-generation of like four or five years it's like 78 through 81 or something like that, 77 through 81. So it's also called the Oregon Trail well, generation. We're at and the it's back end. What? Gener gen we straddled two generations to where we were before. We remember life pre internet. We were old enough to be kids and have a life before the internet. Listen, was. I was born in the Carter administration, okay? And then, but we're also young enough that we t completely embraced the technology and never saw it as like the victim of the times, by the way. So we're like uh so we're a middle. We're middle a, middle children of history. Yeah. Dude. You were you were born in 78. 78. The yeah, gas prices, that was when the gas lines were going on, right? Oh yeah. And crazy inflation during mm -hmm. that time, I think. Yeah. It really stressed me out as a Also baby. uh Boycott of the Olympics in 80. Well, listen, I came out. I was like, 27% for a house? Yeah. No, thanks. Going back no, in. thank you. Yeah, yeah, I'm going back up. <laughs> yeah, this place <laughs> is rent controlled. Yeah, going back in. <laughs> All right, today is uh, November the 6th. Back in the day, 100 years ago today, 1923, a guy named Jacob Schick was granted a patent for the electric <laughs> razor. Yeah. <clears throat> Jacob Schick. Uh, 41 years ago, 1982, Up Where We Belong, the amazing ballad from the soundtrack to An Officer and a Gentleman, Joe Cocker Damn. and Jennifer Warrens at number one. That song is a banger, chart. dude. That song is a banger. Still. Can we play it? I got nowhere else it. to go. Yeah, man. That was you at West Point. And they're like, actually, you do. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I got somewhere else to go. <laughs> you never came back. Way to go. Uh, 30 years ago in 1993, I'd do anything for love, but won't do that. By Meatloaf hit number one. Damn, also a banger, dude. Oh, and that video. I can't stand Meatloaf. I'm sorry, but I. You don't I, like Paradise I, by the Dashboard Light? No, I do not. I like, and he passed away, RIP. I, I can't stand Meatloaf. Can't stand it. Uh, Back to you. Um, Several weddings, probably. Have you always it. felt that way? Yep. It just you, liked him in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm -hmm. That's it. Really? Well, I gotta out. tell you that video as a kid. Whew, with that, what was that hot girl in that video? Oh, was he in like a castle? Where she lifts up. What was her name, dude? She was like, she was in all the Neutrogena commercials in the '90s. She was hot. <laughs> she was a hot young actress on her way up. I don't know what happened to her. She's like floating in the air and like a bustier, and I just Who's the in girl? what video? I would Her do anything is... for love. Meatloaf. Oh. Uh, Dana Patrick. Is that right? The race car driver. That's no, Danica. Danica Patrick. Oh. That's Danica. Dana Patrick. 
But you recognize her, right? When you look at the picture. Let's see here. You'll be like, "Yep, I remember her." Yeah, they were in like a weren't they in like a like a castle? Yeah, or something? dude. She was like floating up in the air, and then she lip synced the. Is that, the, the ladies' part. He's like, the video, Dana Patrick is made making. Uh, uh, yeah, I actually uh, crossed over and now has a, a sports talk show on uh, ESPN. Is that, wait a minute. Is it that was where he's Dana like the Patrick. beast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast. It was like a Beauty off. and the Beast thing. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. That hit number one 30 years ago today. That same day. Do you remember Fan Man? Fan Man flew into the Evander Holyfield Riddick Bow boxing match. Oh, man. I don't remember. Fan okay, man. so it was it was in Vegas, <clears throat> and I believe it was outside at Caesar's Palace was the boxing match. And this is a great video if you want to go back and watch this. A guy with a parachute and a fan, like one of those fans, like mm -hmm. a big giant fan, flew into the ring and got caught up in the ropes <laughs> during the boxing match. So he wasn't. This wasn't planned. Oh no! And this. What do you mean a big giant fan? I don't understand. <sighs> Like a like a like a fan like a fan that you have a fan boat with. Yes. Okay. He had it attached to his back. What do you mean? Would you say a fan boat? Like a fan boat. Like a fan boat. They're flat. Like when you were going the swamps, and there's a huge fan behind you, and that's what propels the boat to go forward. Like like down in the swamp. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I, yeah, I didn't say it because I thought it was going to sound stupid. Man. Like a like a fan fan. Yeah. No, no, and he and he float he floated into Caesar's Palace outside. Yeah. And he got and it was his plan was to land in the ring. Right. But he got caught in the ropes. And he got tangled up in the ropes during the boxing match. <clears throat> and pandemonium, and they kicked the crap out of this guy. Yeah, that's the thing, man, that everybody, when you come in at the end, you got to turn that fan from high down to medium, and that's how you you go in. I think that was his move. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, he accidentally had it oscillating. Yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. He was going back and yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he couldn't come in straight. I, didn't, I, I thought you guys were talking about... It's a paramotor, people are saying. Uh, so this guy... Uh, during the heavyweight fight between Riddick Bowe and Evander Holyfield, he descended into the side of the ring area during the second minute of the seventh round of the fight after circling Caesar's Palace for 10 minutes. <laughs> wow. The lines of his paraglider became tangled in the overhead lights, after which he landed on the top rope of the ring with the parachute still tangled in the lights. He tried to hang on with one foot and one hand on the top rope for a couple seconds until he either fell or was dragged down into the crowd by spectators. His parachute ripping away from the lights above. Fans and the fighters' uh, security detail swarmed around him immediately and began pummeling him. He was knocked unconscious. One security officer reportedly struck Miller, it was his name, was uh, something Miller, 20 times. That seems like overkill. I mean, Fan Man just went down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, you don't have to hit him. Right. I do remember him getting pummeled pretty Oh, hard. they pummeled. No, yeah. I forgot they, they knocked him unconscious. They did? Oh, the video <laughs> is oh, man. wild. Yeah. Ah, man. Nobody even... uh, mentions it. Uh, completely cooled off the audience, though, for uh, a good 30 seconds there when he was. Yeah, uh, that's you know, right. Yeah, was... I forget who won the fight. I think maybe Holyfield won the fight. But that was one of those holy crap, like live TV events. Like, holy crap, did you see a guy and a paraglider and a fan attached to his back just landed in the <laughs> Unreal. ring? And everybody surrounding him and kicked the crap. I like to they think. Beat him unconscious. Yeah. They, I do remember him getting like worked pretty hard. I mean, it is Vegas. There's probably some, there's a lot on the line. Yeah. You know, a lot of odds makers are like, what's this guy doing?
But I bet if you bet that a fan man would land in the ring, oh, man, the, the, I, you know, I, what are the odds I, on that? Yeah. He, he yeah. probably came up big. Yeah, yeah. I bet one dollar on fan man, dude, and I'm a billionaire. Dude, I had a, I had a one dollar. It was a parlay with fan man coming in, and then a tiger uh, coming in and eating Riddick Bowe. And uh, I got hit. Fan Man, but I didn't get the yeah, Tiger man. thing. And you know what? Do you know the? Do you know like? I, 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 it was like seven billion dollars payoff on it. <laughs> well, thing. Yeah. can't win if you don't play. Yeah, I know, man. No, it was it was, it was stupid. It was it was that's a sucker bet, and uh, and I took it. They got you. They knew yeah. Fan Man. They got you to go one step yeah, further. All right, guys, I hit the I hit the Fan Man leg on my parlay. I'm just waiting for the Tiger. I'm just waiting for the Tiger to come and eat Riddick Bow, and then yeah. we're good. I also like to think there's a moment in that fight that Evander Holyfield went and sat on his stool and was talking to his trainer and he goes, well, I guarantee that's the worst and weirdest thing that'll ever happen to me in a boxing match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that was pre-Tyson. Yeah, that was pre the... Yeah, yeah. 93. Yeah, yeah Fan Man didn't bite his ear off. He's like, that fan nearly <laughs> took my ear off. Thank God. Uh, I'm trying to see who did win that fight. Uh, I feel like Holyfield, that... Holyfield did win by, I think, decision. Yeah, I feel, I feel like that Riddick was... Riddick Bo was uh, good. Riddick Bo was yeah. probably much bigger than Evander Holyfield, I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, 25 years ago today, 1998, The Siege, starring Denzel Washington and Bruce Willis, and The Waterboy, starring Adam Sandler, they both opened to packed houses. Dude. Does anybody know why? In 1998, 25 years ago today. No. So The Siege and The Waterboy opened, and the movies were huge. Did it have something to do with the technology of the movie? Nope. There was one thing that happened before the movie. They both... <laughs> For the sole reason, sold out, Star Wars Episode One, the trailer. Oh. Was shown before and after both. People movies. came to watch the trailer? It was remember That's Star great. Wars was back. Wow. This is the Phantom Menace. Dude, this I, was the this were was these the, the good ones? No. Th no, there was the original trilogy. Right. And then these were the ones that people the, the geeks say aren't good. The right? ones that people crapped on, but yeah. it was the the trailer. For the first one was being shown during the siege and Waterboy before and after the. So movie. they leaked that out, and <clears throat> and and these these people just came just to see a trailer. Yeah, it just was known that hey, before wow. the Waterboy, before the siege, the first Star Wars trailer is going to be shown, and people packed the houses just. To That's see the amazing, man. Yeah, and uh, 21 years ago today, in 2002, Winona Ryder found guilty of grand theft and vandalism, both felonies, for shopping uh, shoplifting overpriced clothes from Saks Fifth Avenue. That she could have easily afforded. <laughs> yeah. She did she did ever give fun. a reason why? I think she just wanted, she was having fun. I don't know. She got a little itch. She needed to scratch it. I get it. Do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, learns a big well, shoplifter. If dude. you, uh, if you were, had millions of dollars, a great career like Winona did, and, you know, you got everything, but what don't you have? Please record. That's what I'll learn. Yeah. I don't know if you know this. After every show, she she puts cigarettes out on her arm. <laughs> I do. Just, just for funsies. <laughs> she does. She also, every time she goes to a gas station, she steals a pocket of Slim Jims. <laughs> she doesn't even Snap eat meat. Yeah, I know, right? I, don't, I just throw just them away. Just for the thrill. I need a little, yeah, a little rush. Little, little, the thrill. It's how I yeah. exude dominance, thrill. all right? Can't all right. help it. That's what happened back <clears throat> in the day. And now, crap on celebrities. All right, Ray Williams, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. Your crap on celebrities brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best, flush the rest, brighthouseco.com, 636-600-0188. In music news, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame welcomed the class of 2023 to its extensive roster on Friday. Beginning at Barclays Center in Brooklyn, Kate Bush, Cheryl Crow, Missy Elliott, George Michael, Willie Nelson... 
God love him. Rage Against the Machine and the Spinners were all inducted, along with DJ Cool Herc and Link Ray for Musical Influence, Shaka Khan, Al Cooper, and Bernie Toppin for Musical Excellence, and Don Cornelius for the Ahmet Erdogan Award. You ever won an Erdogan, Greg? No, man. I, I was, uh, he's missing from a struggle. You guys ever been up for the Erdogan? Why you got to bring no. that up? Why, why would he bring that up? <laughs> Sorry, man. No, I just seriously. Why would you? You know that. You know that hurts me, man. I just knew you were up for an Erdogan a few years ago. I just didn't know if you've been <laughs> nominated since. The night was packed with star-studded performances from Adam Levine, Brandy Carlisle, Carrie Underwood, Stapleton Common, Dave Matthews, Elton John, Her, Ice TLL Cool J, New Edition, Olivia Rodrigo, and many, many more. Cheryl Crow opened the 2023 ceremony with Olivia Rodrigo by her side for a duet, If It Makes You Happy. Stevie Nicks joined in on Strong Enough, and Peter Frampton, the Framp dude, hit the stage for Every Day is a Winding Road with Cheryl Crow. And he played the talk box the whole time. He did. Frampton's having some, uh, some, some health issues, I know that. Well, he retired from the road, and he's kind of coming back. So, I don't know. He's kind of a... I don't know what's going on with him. I saw his last tour was Frampton? excellent. Yes. One time he, he like uh, my buddy Jimmy Pardo, this comic, tweeted at Frampton. He's like, he's like, hey man, I wanted to come to the show, but I I couldn't make it because I had a comedy show. And just screwing around, Jimmy's a guy I follow. And I just tweeted back like, well, you should have gone, man, because the songs are like. 40 minutes long <laughs> and Frampton tweeted back he's like my longest song is only 11 minutes <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, he, awesome. and he was kidding Ooh. like he yeah. was, no no he was kidding like he I, I everything he that got I know it. about him like he knew I was he's messing around cool and he guy. was making fun of himself uh, so <laughs> Race Against the Machine I know only Tom Morello went to the uh, yeah 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 Cinemata. his speech play. was great Tom's was? Yep. I didn't get to watch that, but I did watch uh, uh, Dave Matthews, longtime friend of Willie Nelson, gave a fiery induction speech to the country music legend. And then Cheryl Crow, Chris Stapleton, and Dave Matthews joined for Willie Nelson in a jam session. It was cool. I did watch the Dave Matthews speech. It was super cool. Uh, he was very nervous, but it was just like, I'm a big Willie fan, so it was cool to see him. But he did kind of, he definitely took some political uh, shots while he was up there. Willie? Yeah, he can, he's talked about Farm Aid and about like... Uh, Willie Nelson knowing taxes, and he said that uh, Bill Hicks, he quoted the famous comedian Bill Hicks in his speech, and he said, Bill Hicks said, once you take a, once you do a commercial, you've lost all your integrity as an artist unless you're Willie Nelson, because mm. he was paying all his back taxes. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh. he, took, he took the money from the corporations to pay the government on all the, when they tried to screw him on his back taxes, and it was kind of a cool speech. Hicks said that? Yeah. Well, right yeah, before he did a Taco Bell commercial. Yeah, back <laughs> in the 80s, yeah, Willie Nelson... Didn't he have everything seized? Yeah, I think, I think some, even they even locked the gates of his mansion. They wow. took his guitar, dude. His friends bought his guitar back for him. Oh. I think John Cougar Mellencamp and some other people bought his guitar back. Pay your taxes. <laughs> wow. What, what? A, what a boomer stance to take. Pay your taxes. I'm with, I'm with Riz, man. Like, it's like we... You're all furious about you. Just pay your taxes, man. Pay your taxes. Yeah, why wasn't he paying his taxes? Like, did you just not know, or was it ignorance, or was it just like I, I'm trying to get? Well, he could have gone the he could have gone the Wesley Snipes route and said I'm famous, I don't have to pay taxes. Right. And the yeah. government said I beg to differ. I think Willie was just high. Yeah. I think he was just like. I pay my taxes, man. Well, I get it, no. man. <laughs> it sucks because you probably have an accountant, and you think, yeah, okay, right. Uh, this person is supposed to be handling it, uh, and clearly sure. that person wasn't. Right. And also, he may have just been like, hi, not yeah, super involved in what was going on with his finances would be my guess. But he also he talked about like how uh, he and Wayland sold the first million copies country album. 
with the outlaws and all this stuff. It was just really, really cool. And at, like you said earlier, Ice-T took the stage to induct Rage Against the Machine. Uh, he said he thought Rage had the best rock lyric of all time. F you, I won't do what you tell me. The rap icon expressed the full band was not there. Riz wins that parlay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You called that. Tom Morello uh, was there to present and to accept the honor, explaining he was there to celebrate the fifth member of the band, which is Rage Against the Machine's incredible fans. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so that was their I acquiesce. also bet that Fan Man would have been there, but he was not. Incredible Fan Man. You put man. the Tiger in on that deal? <laughs> nah, I'd bet I'm the Tiger. I bet, yeah. I bet Morello and the Tiger. I feel so stupid. I know, me too, really. Uh, Jimmy Page, one of the best and most influential guitarists of all time, also there, made an unannounced appearance at the Rock and Roll to induct Link Ray, who I love. I think he's underrated. Uh, Page first appeared in a video montage about the power chord pioneer calling Ray his hero and saying, if there ever was a guitarist who deserved this, it's Link Ray. But when the lights came up, the Led Zeppelin legend was there on stage in the flesh, and the crowd went crazy. <laughs> Page crazy. Mm. I did bet the Page Morello parlay, but I didn't get and, the Tiger. Uh, bummer. In uh, other uh, music news, Alanis Morissette releases a Last Christmas EP we've all been waiting for. Yes. What? Look out, Mariah. Yeah, Mariah, uh, it's time. Alana said, you're right, it is time. Dude, I'm ready for Angry Girl Christmas. I've been waiting for this 38 years. Mm. I, it actually, she's doing a released holiday EP on Friday. <laughs> Features her favorite Christmas song, a cover of Wham's Last Christmas. Four-song EP also includes cover of John Lennon and Yoko Ono's Happy Xmas, War Is Over, and Christmas Carol's Little Drummer Boy. And what child is this? It's available on all streaming platforms and uh, red and green vinyl on her website. Okay. So Good check that out if you got to get your Alanis Morissette fix. Slipknot has parted ways with longtime drummer Jay Weinberg. The band posted a statement that has since been deleted on Instagram. We would like to thank Jay Weinberg for his dedication and passion over the last 10 years. No one can ever replace Joey Jordison's original sound, style, or energy, but Jay honored Joey's parts and contributed to the last three albums. And we, the band, and the fans appreciate it. But as ever, Slipknot is intent on involving. The band has decided to take a creative decision and part ways with Jay. Well, they fired him. Didn't yeah. we uh, Didn't we walk by Slipknot's house up yeah, in dude. Iowa? And that's the thing I was going to ask. Our buddy Troy yeah. in Des Moines, Iowa... We were at his house for Thanksgiving. We did a Thanksgiving show, and I walked. We we're trying to walk off the gravy. He goes, "We'll walk my dog." We went, and there was a bunch of black SUVs out in front of this house, and it was the who's the Matt guy, from the Trump and Trump's guys. It's like he was like U.S. Attorney for Trump. Oh yeah, for a very uh, uh, right before Bar, I think. Yeah, I can't uh, remember the guy's name. Matt something. Yeah, Matt Gates. Maybe no. This was a, uh, he was the uh, attorney, U.S. attorney. Oh. But I just go, who or what's all these black government SUVs? He go, oh, that's Trump's U.S. attorney lives in that house. And wow. Go, that's okay. crazy. He goes, you know what's crazier? His neighbor is the drummer of Slipknot. And I <laughs> yeah. go, what? Yeah, we walk yeah, by. Wow. Yeah, dudes. we walk by Slipknot's house, man. I think most of those guys still live there. Like, still in live Des Moines? There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the Thanksgiving that Rafe called me out for, because I got these pies um, Eckerd's has pies, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're good, okay? Yeah. But they were selling them at, Qu at Quick Trip. During Thanksgiving, they'll sell them at Quick Trip. And I, this is before I made pies. Now I make pies. But I, uh, on the way up to, I knew we were going to be going to Thanksgiving after the gig. So I got a couple of those pies, like three pies from Quick Trip. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're at dinner and, uh, Rafe tells everybody I bought gas station pies, man. <laughs> 
In front of, in front of Troy's. Yeah, yeah. But they're from Eckerd. They're so from Eckerd, they man. Let me tell that. you something. They, they, like, everybody loved them until you ran your mouth out <laughs> about <laughs> the were, gas were station. People into, mm, these are good. And then you said they were gas station they're pies. They're gas station pies, man. They're like, no, no, forks thank down you. Yeah, exactly. Did you yeah. bring anything to that dinner? Or I were brought you just... a big tray of deviled okay. eggs. From the gas station? No, that I bought at High V. Those are from High V. Yeah. Oh, gas station Greg, I would have loved your gas station pies. And I, I outed Greg for his gas station pies, and I said, now we're even. There was like a peach, eggs. man, that was a hit, too. It, it, Troy's Damn. mom was the only one who was like, I don't care if they're from a gas station. I'm still going to eat them. She didn't care. You're right. Yeah. They're Eckert's, though. So they're, good. They're great pies, man. Are they, though? Yes. If you buy them at a quick trip, are they? They might be a day old, but that's all good. Like, okay. sometimes day old pies also. I was, I mean, that was a rough Thanksgiving, because he outed me for the Thanksgiving pies, and then... uh I ruined Jenga, I think, or something like there was like a big giant Jenga thing, and I was the guy that you know they were like <laughs> one piece from a world record, and I, <laughs> oh, and I ruined, and Sorry. ruined it. Yeah, like every year we measure how high the Jenga pile gets. We're about to break the family record. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I was Greg the guy that like, Greg, it's your and turn. Greg punched. He, he didn't even. <laughs> He just tried no to punch him. Ham-handed, you know, like, <laughs> No yeah. finesse. Uh, so Jay Weinberg is Max Weinberg's son from uh, the E Street Band and Conan's mm. drummer. Badass drummer. Yeah, he's actually, I think he sat in with the E Street Band. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. When Max was sick or something. Right. Uh, yeah, guy's a badass drummer. I wonder what happened there. They didn't really say much, and they deleted that post. So right. I'm sure there'll be more news forthcoming, and there's no... Uh, no news from the Weinberg camp. So far, they've been silent. Last Tuesday, Godsmack began selling limited-run 25th anniversary edition of their self-titled second album via their online store, shop.godsmack.com. On Sunday, they posted on their socials. They have opened up the final batch of pre-orders. So if you want it, you want the orange double vinyl album plus a 12 by 12 lithograph, get it now because once it's gone, it's gone forever. And Mike McCready of RZA's favorite band, Pearl Jam, and XREM guitarist Peter Buck back up Scott um, I'm not going to say this guy's last name Is it McAfee? Go for it, yeah well, That's McAfee. what I'm going to say In the baseball project on covering Neil Young's boxcar Streaming on Bandcamp You can check that out on November 12th For Young's 78th birthday uh, Life-size cake of Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> Sitting on a throne made of skulls Was displayed this weekend at Cake International That's awesome Isn't that cool? <laughs> the world's are. largest cake competition in the <laughs> NEC it's his hometown of Birmingham, England, and was designed by Jane Lashbrook of London's fabulously fondant. I wonder if they eat I it. It's not a lot happening entertainment over the weekend. Yeah. No. We're this getting into Ozzy Osbourne cakes. <laughs> Listen, man, I had a busy weekend. Fabulously fondant <laughs> is the name of the cake company? Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like fondant either, fondant man. is disgusting. It doesn't yeah, taste really it's good, but it doesn't, really it doesn't it. taste good, man. Nobody's happy about fondant. No, man. Yeah, I mean, like I, make, I make these cookies every year for Christmas, and, and it... They're really good, man. The ice, I'll bring you guys some. But, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. but the, I can't ice. It looks terrible. Looks terrible, but it tastes Because I don't do the fondant, man. Yeah. That's okay. Mm-hmm. This was near and dear to my heart, though. Check this out. Simpsons annual Treehouse of Horror episode aired Sunday night featuring hundreds of versions of Homer Simpson singing along to David Lee Roth's Just Like Paradise. I'll tell you all about it. Mm. Woo! Oh, yeah. There's Oh, the Woo. Simpsons and DLR, the two things I love more than anything in the world. Well, and there's another Simpsons story about how Bart's no longer going to get strangled. Yeah, yeah Homer's Homer's no longer going to strangle Bart. Yeah. yeah. I think they wrote oh, really? Yeah. They wrote in a little uh, a little thing of like, uh, he we shook someone's hand anymore. and he was like, huh? It, it was like, we don't do that anymore. 
Yeah, he goes, Times you have a strong strange. handshake. And he said, see, Marge, I told you strangling the boy was good for the grip. And he's like, just kidding. We don't do that anymore. Oh, really? Because they're not of like. Didn't he sing like a Steve Miller band? Did he do the Joker? Yeah, he did the Joker one time. It was really good. Homer sang it. It Yeah. I stopped watching The Simpsons like way too early in life. Yeah. And now I'm just so. You can always jump back in. Do you feel like it's 2023 and cartoon Homer should not strangle cartoon Bart? I mean, I always got the joke, but I guess I guess some people took it too seriously and were strangling their kids. So I guess how we, I want to know how many people because they saw people. Homer Simpson strangled their kid with their uh, hands. That's why Bobby Knight did it. I think. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. R.I.P. They canceled. The uh, yeah, I shouldn't say that today. Because of all the violent depictions and that. Did they really? The cartoon within a cartoon. They, no. At least I hope not. Listen, I don't know. I you never know. know. But the I want to know. I want to know how many people. Because they saw Homer, uh huh, that they thought strangle it was his kid with his hands. Yeah, how many people actually did strangle their kids with their bare hands? There has to be at least one. Zero. There's at least one stupid ass guy. Well, there was this thing back in the like 70s when people uh, were dropping anvils on people's heads because of Roadrunner, and that, that was a, yeah, that was a tough deal, man. A yep, lot of people died. Yeah. A lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people died. Yeah. Uh, One more, Rafe. How about that? All right. Well, let's get to this list then because it's important. Uh, Today's list brought to you by me, the number one resident gilf of St. Louis. Well, until Moon became a grandpa. Then I think I got knocked down to number two. Uh, I got a list for us to trash. It's the top dilfs. If you don't know what a dilf is, look it up. Dad, I'd like to do. Uh Dad, I'd like to fondle. Dad, I'd like to fondant. Fornicate? Yeah, fornicate with. That's exactly right, Greg. You know, dads, I'd like to have fun with. Who are the top DILFs of 2023? Well, the internet has figured it out. Strap in. We'll see if you guys can guess. A new poll got input from 26,000 people. Everyone was allowed only one vote, but could vote for more than one DILF, which means more than one vote. I don't know what that means. Also, like you only get to vote once, but you can vote for everybody. It makes no sense. Also, not all of these guys even have kids. Also stupid, right out of the top. Wait a minute. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Listen, man, I'm already ready to trash. What are you talking about, man? They're just, let's say. They're on the dads I'd like to fondle list. Can we guess? Men of a certain age. Yeah, go. Did I make the top ten? No. You did not. What? I'm going to be honest. That's Well, that was my first guess. Nobody in this room is on the top ten. Ronnie Howard's brother. Clint Howard. No, he's not. Ronnie Howard's brother? he was 11. He barely just... You don't know Clint Howard? This, 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 mm. Oh, look up, look up Clint Howard. And this is okay. a stupid list. Is do it I like David him? Beckham? I mean... Is it George Clooney? Oh, I do know Clint Howard. No Clooney, yeah. no Beckham. What? Matthew McConaughey. No McConaughey. Oh, no, McConaughey's not dad-like. Hot dad. He's the best dad. Uh, no McConaughey. Uh, Think uh, who's hot right now. Who's The handsome? Rock. John Krasinski. Not, no Rock. No, John Krasinski. I only know who Learn likes. John Krasinski was on the list, but not in the top 10. I, I take that back. I will give you a hint. Number 10. Let's start with 10. Let's, uh, he is ageless and beloved and plays John a lot in a lot of movies. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves, number ten. Yeah. I didn't know he was the dad, or maybe he's not, because you don't even have to be a dad for this list. Yeah, apparently yeah. not. Second, number nine, the guy that was uh, the other guy in Bill and Ted's. No, he was not on there. Alex Winter. He's upset. Alex Did Winter. you know that? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Are these all actors? We interviewed that guy. Keanu Reeves has a kid. Oh, good. Okay. All right. Uh, 
Let's. I'm gonna try to get you to guess in the top five here. Think uh, somebody he's been Pitt, hosting Brad SNL Pitt. recently. He's in everything right now. He's, Nate Bargatze. Oh no, not Nate. No, he's Nate's a great dad. He's a good-looking guy. He's, he's a nice guy. List. I can tell you. Uh, this list is stupid. Ryan no. Gosling. <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, number nine. Okay. Well done. Well what, done. Brad Pitt's not in there. Brad Pitt is not on this list. No. What do you mean he's in everything? He's in everything, right? Every show you turn on that's popular, he's in it. He was in Game of Thrones. All right. Okay. Dinklage? <laughs> no Peter Dinklage. No Dinklage. We good guess. Uh, Aquaman. He was just hosted SNL. He's Aquaman. Theme after me. You talk about him all the time. He's your spirit. Uh, you love him. Pedro Pascal. There you go. Oh, number Pedro one. Pascal. Pedro yes. Pascal. Uh, he's great, man. Yeah. He's super. He's cute. number one. He's a Mandalorian. Yep. He's number. Ma he's number one. Mandalorian and another Star Wars character actor is number two. Who do you think it is? Uh, ooh, uh, ooh, Ewan McGregor. Nope. Also in a very popular Coen Brothers movie. With a great soundtrack. Hmm. George Clooney was in a oh. Coen Named Brothers movie. After the Grouch. Oscar? Oscar go. Isaac. Hey, Oscar number two. Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Yeah, we're doing yeah. great. That's that's like late Coen Brothers. Uh, now we're getting into some weird ones. What movie was Oscar Isaac in? Oscar what Isaac was, was, uh, uh, he was uh, in the uh, uh, Something of... Lewin. Lewin Davis. Oh, oh yeah, oh, that was an interesting movie. Never saw that. Yeah. Great soundtrack. Not my favorite Coen Brothers movie, but great soundtrack. I thought it was the guy from the Blood Simple, that character actor. <laughs> yeah. Who? Yeah. Oh. Totoro? No, no the, Totoro? The, the character actor in Blood Simple, the guy that's the the cop, man. He's a great. He's, he, <laughs> I don't know who it is. He was also in The Jerk. Uh, he was the guy that was shooting at Navin Johnson in the jury. Oh, now you got to find out the name. Yeah. Is Paul Rudd on the list? Paul Rudd was an honorable mention, but not in the top ten. Here's what I'll do. Here, here's who made the list, but didn't make the top ten. Tom Hiddleston, Paul Rudd, Ryan Reynolds, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal, Benedict Cumberbatch, Adam Driver, Krasinski, and Norman Reedus. Damn, that's like all the hot dads. Uh, uh, Riz, the guy that Here I was we go. Uh, looking for was M. Emmett Walsh. Number three, Emmett famous Walsh. for Doctor Who portrayal. We love David Tennant. Okay. Which I don't know what he nobody knows what that is. Number four, uh, quintessential bad guy, but gets better with age, gets hotter with age, Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, that guy's good, yeah. Who? Mads Mikkelsen. Cool uh, it was Mikkelsen or Michelson? I think it's Mikkelsen. That guy's good. He looks he like a good. bad guy. Also in Star Wars, I believe. He scares the hell out of me. He That's is not a, a handsome, dad. He is like... He, he is a handsome bad guy. He's a handsome guy. older man. Mm. Uh, number five, Peaky Blinders star... Uh, uh, Oppenheimer, Killian Murphy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The guy with the yeah, the he's a bad guy looking guy too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's good, man. I like That's this good. list. Some of the the bullies are getting on this list. That bodes well for me. Uh, let's see here. Number six used to be married to Kate Beckinsale uh, and was a quintessential character actor. Nice fella. You're never gonna guess it. No. It's Michael Sheen. Michael, okay. Sheen. Michael Sheen. Number seven, a director and actor. Thor, Love, and Thunder, mm -mm. New Zealand. Uh, Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi, wow. that's right. Number eight, I've told. I've been told I look like this guy. I actually have been told that I look like this guy really let himself go, but I'm still counting it. Uh, used to be in the show Supernatural. He is in the show The Boys and has been rumored to be possibly the new Batman in the DC Universe. 
Jensen Ackles. Ackles. And we already guessed Ryan Gosling and Keanu Reeves, and that's your top ten dilfs. All right. Thank Good you. Good to know, Ray. Feel free to trash. We'll put this list Was online, it? and you can tell us why I wrong. laminated the list. It's already in my pocket. <laughs> uh, celebrity celebrating a birthday today. Emma Stone is 35. Retired former Kardashian Lamar Odom is 44. A comedian <laughs> from Impractical Jokers, Sal Volcano, is 45. Re- uh, Rebecca Romaine is 51. Ethan Hawke, 53. Corey Glover from what band? Corey Glover. Living Color, that's of right. Of course. Oh, yeah, man. It's a great band. Love that band. Cult of Personality. Uh, Maria Shriver is 68, and Sally Field is... Ooh, 88. 88. No, it's correct. Oh, I'll say Sally, Sally Field. Field. Sally Field. She's hot still. 81. 81. I'm going to say 77. 77 years old on the head. Wow. wow. Nice job. job, buddy. Gilf knows a gilf when they yep. sees one. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Angela Summers. Today's birthday girl's been in 126 fine films, including The Adventures of Seymour Butts, Angela's <laughs> Summerfoot Tees, Bazooka County 4, Edward Penis Hands 2, mm. <laughs> Ladies Love and Ladies 3, The No Tell Motel, The Sexual Olympics, Take My Wife, Please. She was in Will and Ed's Bogus Gangbangs, and Who Could Forget a Role, in 1995's In the Can with O.J., <laughs> Wait, she was in That's a film great. called Bill and Ed's Bogus Gangbang? Yeah. <laughs> yes, she that was. That might be the best porn parody title I've ever heard. You know, like, life. In the Can with OJ? It's... That's great. Yeah. I'm going to be watching that later. The Will and Ed's bonus gangbang? We just made a Bill and Ted reference. Is, Will and Ed's bogus if, if gangbang? In the Can, like, the DVD cover has to have, like, some sort of play on a frozen orange juice can, right? I would think, right? Would, yeah. Uh, Angela Summers, happy birthday, is 59 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays, and that was your... Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basement tea experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods, because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600 plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at go2dobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on go2dobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. 
Crap on celebrities. Hey, folks, Chris Kerber here. You're listening to The Riz Show. And, uh, well, I guess we have to do this because they asked me to. Happy birthday, Riz. Comedian Greg Warren is here. See him at Funny Bone next weekend. Yeah. Next uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Thursday through Thursday Sunday, too. matinee show on this. That's fun. Yeah, it's Kids, uh, kids are welcome. Yeah, I see you wearing a blues hoodie. You got a cardinal hat on. Cardinal hat on. Yeah. You are sports through and through, huh? I think so. Yeah. I mean, to be real honest with you, and I know you guys are big blues fans. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know much about hockey. I just really like the sweatshirt. I mean, I like the blues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think I became. I bought a sweatshirt one time. You know, when it's like like this time of the year when it's it's uh, warm somewhere else, and I get back and it's freezing in the airport, and I bought a sweatshirt. And it was a pretty cool blue sweatshirt. Yeah, it's cool. And uh, got a blue knot on the front. Yeah, so fine. Yeah, and people are like you're a big blues fan. I'm like, man, I, it's mostly the sweatshirt, but <laughs> yeah, like, I, you know, you're like, no, I'm a sweatshirt <laughs> fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, but no, I, I, you know, I like the Cardinals. Yeah, I ask me anything. I know, I, I, I'm uh, every pitch. Are you a, a football guy? No, nah, man, I'm still pretty upset about. Are you? Yeah, man, I don't think I, I was a giant St. Louis Cardinal football, football fan. fan huh? That's when I was like the most when I was a kid. And uh, they left, and that hurt. And then my first job out of college was in Houston, Texas, and they left. And then the Rams left. So I, I'm I'm uh, angry about it. Yeah, yeah. That's well, good. we do the uh, fast lane race show pick 'em challenge where we uh, oh, yeah, are going man. up against the fast lane down yeah, the that's, hallway. That's on... a pretty big deal, man. Well, tell you what, week nine, yeah. one game left for week nine, and here we go. How did we do? Did the race show win? We Big did not turn. win. Oh, man. Sorry, we didn't guys. win. Yeah. Yep. This did is, uh, not win. Looking rough this uh, this season. Looking rough. Really? Yeah. What's the, what's the score now? Like, collectively? No, I mean, like, uh, you know, weeks. So this uh, is week nine. Week nine. So you want to know who's in, like, first, second, third? No, no, as far as the teams go. I like, believe it is six to two. Six fast to two. lane with a tie hanging out there. They should just give us oh, that. Oh, man. Oh, man, that's... Uh, it's not looking good. No, looking man. Good. That, now we, got, we, could, we could rally. Yeah, man. There's been 18 weeks. crazier comebacks. There's 18 weeks in the season. This we could was, rally. We have no strategy on this team. Yeah, we have man, a strategy. I, we got to pick winners. I've seen it. Man, one time I saw you in Toledo. You were, you were having a horrible set. I thought you were in the hole. Mm -hmm. And you brought it back, brought down the house, you know, so it it's could doable. happen. Yeah. It's doable. Yeah. It's doable. We need a big comeback, though, guys. I tell you what, this week it Rafe was not. killed it in Toledo, by the way. I shouldn't say that kind of thing. He killed it? Hey. He killed it. No, that's. You You had it right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was not learned. That was the New Year's week. Eve show that gave me COVID when the lady stuck her finger in my mouth. Oh. Ew. <laughs> hey, New Year's Eve's wild in Toledo. That's all I can yeah, say. Yeah. Hey, so this week was not Learn's fault as far as. Because uh, Learn was she our crushed. Top, was our top score. What a big sports weekend for you. Bold out of your mind. Yep. Number one leader in the room for the Pick'em Challenge. For now. For now. Because Learn has the Jets tonight. Right. She can't lose, The GD though. Jets. I got him. Best yep. you could do is tie. Over? Over the Chargers. The LA Chargers. Over the Chargers, yeah. Okay. Which Riz has. So I'm currently in the lead for this week, but if Riz's Chargers win tonight, then he will take the lead. This is a competition within the, the, the we show. We do a competition within the show, okay. and, then the, and then the show is going. But then you guys come together as a unit. And shoot each other in the ass. A, yes, Greg. And, and, uh, and take on uh, yes. Anthony and those guys. Yeah. As a unit, yeah. we 
are against the fast lane. And that yeah. is for loser has to make sexy calendar of winner's choice. Sexy photo to be used at winner's discretion in any way they see. For one full really? calendar year. Yeah. Uh, nudity? Or tasteful. Not nudity. Tasteful. It has to be tasteful. tasteful. Okay. But it's I mean, not... it could be on a billboard. It could be on t They could sell oh, it on T-shirts. And we haven't Jeez. picked out, and we should talk about this off the air sometime, but. I'm we... not. I'm not doing that. What are you talking I'm about? I'm not talking about the picture we're going to take. Because we're not. We're not going to lose. Conceding. No, you guys aren't going to lose, no, man. But we you got them right where you want them. Both teams should be picking That's out right. the, the lulled them to sleep. iconic posing that, or, or some sort of motif that we want to do. I'm not talking about it. Okay, I'll I'll be looking. I I need to know how we're gonna be posing because I we're just not, we're not gonna pose, man. That's loser talk. Rate, learn at this rate. It's loser talk. Thank you, Greg. I'm getting lipo next week because of this team. That and we're I playing I'm, on right in now. an unrelated event, I have hired a personal trainer. Just that's just for me. <laughs> uh, just, you know, I don't like to hear this loser talk, man. That's right. We're manifesting a loss. Yeah. Well, the inside the room competition is the lowest person in the room has to get shot in the ass with the airsoft gun. And for every loss you get cumulatively, you have to take that many shots. Vis-a-vis, -vis, he has lost four times. Yeah, so if I were to have lost this week, I would take five airsoft gun shots. What's an airsoft gun? Like a BB gun? Yeah. Kind of. That's a pellet gun. It has the sting of a BB gun. As a as a kid who grew Without breaking the skin. Okay. Yeah, BBs Bear? always break Do you want to feel what it feels like one day? I mean, Maybe. Maybe later. Uh, is yeah, I may do it. Um, is it? It's not. Uh, it hurts through the jeans. Through the jeans. Oh, yeah. This it's is through the jeans. jeans. I mean, yeah. when you're three feet away, it hurts. They used to do it with just their undies on, but now that there's a girl on the show, we've eliminated we go through that. the jeans. Yeah, here's what I would say. I also man, don't wear underwear. With some of the cash Rafe's making doing these shows these days locally, man, you gotta have him take his wallet out because that's yeah. Well, we make sure we had yeah. him down. It's a big fat wallet. Well, right congratulations now. to Learn, uh, our champion this week so far. Or you pending the Monday night football game. So Learn had 10, 10 correct games picked. Uh, I had nine. Rafe Moon and King Scott at eight. So depending on the score tonight, we'll see who's in the cellar. That's the tiebreaker, huh? Yeah. God, what did I pick? Ray, if you go Chiefs every time, no matter what? Yep. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't bring myself. I actually, I'd when they up. lost to Denver last week, I was like, in my head, I go, Denver's due. It'd be 17 in a row. Well. Denver's due. Nobody picked Denver to win. So that was the good thing. Ray, if you got the Chargers tonight. I know. But he's then talking about the score. Well, that's the thing. Just we all have they the lost Chargers. 17 times in a row, or 16 times in a row, you thought they would do. Yeah. Yeah. That means. But I still bet the Chiefs because I'm like, I'm not going to bet against There's a good chance team. I'm going to get this girl's phone number at Starbucks because. She said no. Yeah, she said six, no. 68 she, times in a row. Yeah. It's yeah. true. Bound for a win. Yeah, yeah. Hey, speaking I'm of. Uh, speaking of relationships and stuff. They constantly portray abnormal sexual behavior as being. It's brought to you by Patricia's. Yes, we're fun and fantasy meet. Uh -huh. Okay, so TikTok, which you know, uh, you know, Greg knows everything about TikTok. <laughs> I got some videos up there. TikTok uh, is hyping this relationship test called the Bird Test. Oh. Have we heard about the Bird Test? No. Is this yeah, the picture? Not. No, it's not, it has nothing to do with a picture. Okay. Singing. No. So the bird test is where you bring up something insignificant during a conversation, like a bird out, 
like, oh, look, a bird out the window. And if the other person responds with curiosity rather than just blowing you off, that's a good sign. Hmm. So, for example, here's, listen, listen to this. Apparently, a lot of people don't know what the bird pest is, which I'm sure there's like a better name for it, but that's wild to me because I live and die by the bird pest. Research has shown the single biggest determining factor in whether a happy relationship will last. When one partner says, oh, that's a beautiful bird outside, does the other partner respond with something like, wow, that is beautiful? Or do they blow their partner off and ignore the bird? I'm, I'm taking, That's the bird test. I'm taking this into my own relationship right now because Tim is a bird watcher and I'm not. And so every time at home and he's like, oh, that's a whatever it is. And I'm like, cool, man. I so you fail the bird I, test. I is, you, is your husband test. a bird watcher, really? Yeah, he likes watching birds. He's got an app on his phone. He's nerdy about it. It's cute. Isn't that called an ornithologist? Sure. Uh, I think dork. that those guys are like, say <laughs> it's called a dork. <laughs> it's or is that somebody that studies birds? That, uh, ornithologist is somebody that's an authority on birds, I think. Well, is Tim an authority on birds? He kind of or is. Or just a person who studies OJ. That's a professionally, a guy that you get paid to tell you about birds. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, you're thinking an ornithologist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I bet. I bet. <laughs> Sorry, I get those confused. <laughs> yeah, the, I think... <laughs> <laughs> Your husband's not old enough to be interested in birds. Like I've always. What do you mean? He's forty. She, he, no, he's no. He's, he's, come on. No, it's like he's a 70, 75. My husband's seventy-five years old. That's Greg what, has that's a very what, specific diagram for this, though. Yeah, once you get to be about what sixty-five, did I say? I think so. Sixty, it's uh, sixty, it's trees. Sixty-five, it's birds. You know, like when you're sixty, that's a warbler out there on that elm tree. You can tell by the <laughs> markings on his eyes. It's a Blackburnian warbler. That. Fellow, I don't know. That, that, you don't see those this side of the Mississippi or this time of the year. My husband's soul is about 74 then. At what age do I start too. watching the Weather Channel? Ooh, that's 40s. Yeah, that's uh, that's younger. late stage, I think. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I, I think, I don't know any of that stuff, those old guys. Like, I, I'm not, I don't know birds. I don't know, I don't know trees at all. Like, the, um, you guys know them? No. No, because, no, okay, I'm maples. glad. Yeah, because you, you, some people think you do. Our house is the one with the big maple. In the front yard, you can't miss it. I can miss it. Like I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna miss right your house. That and architecture. Do you mm. guys know architecture? No. Uh, no, I don't. Like, uh, yeah, we're at the ranch house over there. I go. Yeah, 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 ranch, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. Like... Uh, it's a colonial. Well, it's better have a guy with the triangle yeah, hat with and a musket. Hat. <laughs> 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 yeah. It's <laughs> it's stucco. Well, that just sounds made up. Stucco sounds like a clown. Is that a, Hey, look at Stucco. He can't get out of the cannon again. <laughs> Old Stucco the clown. Yeah. All right, so I don't know if I you saw this tutor. That's just gross. Yeah. yeah. That's just gross. Tutor is a dirty <laughs> word. Well, I'm not coming over. Yeah, it's all oh, farts. House smells like farts. It's a tutor. It's a tutor. Um mm. Now, Greg, you haven't seen this. We talked about this a little last week. Uh, a group of women put together a list of 28 places women do not want to go on a first date. Please don't say Cracker Barrel. Oh, dude. Oh, of course not. Cracker Barrel? Shh. Is it on this list? Nah, it's in the clear, dude. Oh, Cracker Barrel's in the clear. Dumplings, yeah. my God. I checked. Yeah. Gift So this store. list is very comprehensive. So about half of it is chains. So women on a first date don't want to go to Cheesecake Factory. Which is unreal to me. Chili's? Yeah. Applebee's. Applebee's, Chipotle. I understand. Chipotle. Chipotle's, yeah. Olive Garden. Yeah. Starbucks. Starbucks is... I still... Yeah. Unreal, man. That's not a bad, like, I'm going to meet you for coffee. Right. Yeah, yeah. Denny's? No, it's not a good one. IHOP? Worked at Denny's, by the way. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, IHOP, Buffalo Wild Wings? I haven't heard Red Lobster yet. Wingstop? 
Red Lobster. No! Red Lobster's on the list. Uh, you know how many proposals I've seen at Red Lobster? I mean, it's a romantic place. It is. Especially during their endless shrimp fiesta. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Waffle House and any fast food chain and yeah, any buffet. Uh, the list also includes going to the movies, watching Netflix at home, and going to the guy's house. Yeah, that's... Uh, it says women also don't want to spend a first date going to church with you. No. <laughs> to the gym, to sporting events. This is no sporting any event? family functions. What do we want to do? Basically, first date has to be in the Maldives, is what I'm getting <laughs> at. Suspended <laughs> uh, houses. And who the are they water? talking to? The housewives of uh, ice cream Beverly and Hills. coffee dates are also a no, along with bowling, nightclubs, hookah bars, and any bar, quote, just for drinks. And somewhere that requires a long drive. What about an AA meeting? Was that on there? Listen, some no. people are laughing at this, saying that it basically covers everything, and they want to know what is acceptable on a yes, first date. It's a, a, some sort of non-chain restaurant that's expensive. But others are saying this just nixes all the boring, stale ideas and encourages you to come up with an exciting, fresh plan that could be more memorable than your standard first date. Ah, oh, man. It's, it, the, if you got to rely on some crazy event... I mean, just, don't you want to talk to the person? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't want to be doing bits. No. I don't no. want to be like, I don't want. Comedy show wasn't on there, though. That's what I was thinking, yeah. too. Yeah. So we got that going for us. But that's still kind of like the movies where you can't really talk to the person, you know, as you're taking it in. But it's not a movie. <laughs> but you're at least getting a gauge on their humor. That's true. Nice. Yeah. You well, see what they laugh at. Yeah, it's, that's true. No comedy show. A comedy show would be good because you don't have the pressure of talking the whole time. No, there are natural uh, times when we can't talk because mm -hmm. we're paying attention. Then and then when the comic's off, you know, let's say 15, 20 minutes, and then we could go back to talking. And then when it gets stale and boring, we're back to more comedy. Right. Yeah. So I kind of reload the conversation cannon. I like where you're heading with this. Yeah. Riz. And after you talk about jokes you like, didn't like. I don't know if I didn't like. Yeah, well, I'm, they're going to talk about it though. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's a great. I think it's a great place for a first date. You find out if they're a heckler, and then you bounce. Yeah, yeah, you got to get out. They heckle. They get drunk and heckle. You dodge the bullet. Yeah, you'll also see how they treat servers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, how they will react to being in close quarters with other people. Right. It's in the dark. How do they look in the dark? Do how they do they look, look in the dark? There yeah. you go. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I think a comedy show is is a great place for a first date. Okay. Just between you guys, like I look real good in the dark. Yeah. yeah, but first dates only. Real good. I've had, and I know if I've had it. Greg's probably seen it. I've had like people furiously making out at a show at the Looney Bin, specifically in Wichita. I yeah. remember like they were they were at second base at least. Like, really? While my feature was. I've on. seen that once or and twice. And I was like. <laughs> Yeah, like, what's going on? This is weird. Everyone around you's laughing, and they're like, "This guy's like upper shirt, hand down the back of her pants." Oh my like, god! Is yeah. damn. You're an aphrodisiac. This is there. the right place. Yeah, sounds that's sexy. Yeah, Ra yeah. Rafe's got a sexy act. Yeah, it wasn't I during was, my. Yeah. I wasn't on stage. Well, my wife couldn't keep her hands off me when we were at the Funny Bone a couple. Yeah. Times. Well. <laughs> damn. Start talking gilf talk. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. Light yeah. up. Yeah. Woo. Ow, ow. <laughs> So yeah, that whole list of like places not to go, it, it, it's probably meant to be so you find some. Are you creativity. sure Red Lobster's on there, man? Is that Red like Lobster? Is, what is that? I know. Is it, it the Red Lobster? 
It is the red. There's only one Red Lobster, and it's the. And one. there's no qualification. Not just during on uh, like the Red Lobster, lobster Fest or something like that. No, nope, it's a Red Lobster. Any any time I can't go to Red Lobster. Not with a first date. Huh. All right. This is, so that's out. Yeah, this is this explains some of uh, some of your failed relationships. Yes, yes. Some of why. Are you dating? Do you date people? I mean, I'm open to it. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> What's the la- where's the last date you went? Uh, I don't want to get into all that. Oh it's my a gosh. long time ago. I don't know. Well, it's a steak place in uh, Ohio, I think. That sounds nice. Ah, uh, the Ponderosa. Yeah. He went to yeah. opening weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I said a steak place. Where is it? What, what, is it? They have steak there? I'm imagining. Ah, Sizzler. Yeah, Sizzler. Yeah, I mean, yes, you order. You you don't have to have the steak with the buffet, but you can get a steak. You can. Yeah. And I said, you could get a steak. You get whatever you want. Yeah, yeah I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I teased this before the break. Um, 60% of Americans think you should have a kid before what age? Uh, thir- 35. 35. I said 36, and uh, I didn't really understand the concept of a tease, so I said it before the break. But you were wrong, and you were wrong. Okay. You also guessed the age I became a grandfather, which is hilarious. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say... 30 on the dot. Uh, 25. Hmm. Hmm. Really? Yep. Yep. According to a poll, most Americans, to the tune of, you know, 58%, think the ideal age for women to begin having kids is 25 or younger. Scarily, by the way, just looking into these numbers, there's no bottom cap for that range, which in theory means 58% of our great country may may or may not support teen pregnancy. I don't know. (laughs) So they said 25 or younger. Trying to think of the states that. Yeah, I don't know. I think yeah. this may be one of them. My mom had me when she was 26, and then she had my sister when she was 39. And she was a better. <laughs> sorry, mom. She had her crap together more at 39 than she did at 26. All right. She was a single mom with me. So, like, um, but I also love how close in age my mom and I are. Like, it's just kind of fun to be yeah. 38 and she's in her 60s. Like, so, I mean, there's pros and cons to each. Be, having children earlier and having children later in life. My, my mom did, uh, I, I think she was probably 22 when she had me. Mm. And then my brother Devin, 18 years younger than me. Yeah. Yeah. So my mom was 28 when she had me. Uh, our first kid, uh, my wife and I were 30. Um, do you know why people, and, and in fact, most people think you should have a kid before 25? Why? It has nothing to do with science or, or facts, but rather with cultural indoctrination. Like our country is still getting over a large chunk of history during which it wasn't even it wasn't considered appropriate for women to have jobs outside the home. Hmm. So like women home, start having kids. Hmm. Uh, How well, about you have a kid when you could afford it? Yeah, I was going to say, all the women yeah. I know who are having kids are still going to work for eight hours a day, so... <laughs> They're not staying at home. They're staying home for maternity leave if they're lucky enough to have it, and then they're yeah. they are also working alongside yeah. their partners. So yeah, you know what? My friends that are having kids, uh, same thing. Yeah. Well, and this is according to like so they asked people why they why they said twenty four. That's what they said. These age old beliefs of women ideally becoming pregnant and giving birth before the age of twenty five has nothing to do with science or facts, but rather with cultural indoctrination. Our country is still getting over a large chunk of history during which it wasn't even considered appropriate for women to have jobs outside the home. And they're trying. Maybe they're trying to go back to that, and that's going to be a hard. The genie's not going in the bo- back in the bottle with that. So no, I don't think that. 
because when you look at the numbers, the breakdown of who says 25 or, or younger, uh -huh. is it the women? it's the older people. Oh, the older people. The older people say. I see. There's also some loopholes here because it's, it's outside of the home. A lot of these girls are working um, with OnlyFans. And I'm familiar with some of their work. Are you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, oh, and, the, and these girls, yeah, these girls are, they're career women. Yes. Uh, and they also, they're also at home. They're, yeah. they're, they're at home. Well, mm -hmm. that's the loophole. OnlyFans yeah. is the housewife loophole. Yeah. Yeah. You can still make six figures and just stay at home with your babies too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's for, for a more traditional. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 A more traditional family. Okay. So let me ask you this question What is the profession? most likely to cheat at work. Which profession is most likely to cheat at work? Lawyers. Man, I was... Right Are you saying with, lawyers? Card was, sharks. Card sharks. <laughs> so we've spent the past I don't think three card years... card sharks would. They're too distracted. Yeah, you're right. We've spent the past three years to do, you know, debating remote work, but there's one angle that hasn't come up. Working from home makes it harder to cheat on your significant other. Yeah. So a new survey found 43% of workers admit to having an affair with a colleague at work at some point in their lives. 43%. Jesus, Reza. And that, that nice. may seem high, but it includes everything from flirting to threesomes with coworkers. So, Oh, that's, well, that's a huge a, that's spectrum. A, that's a pretty big range right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty wide spectrum. So they do consider flirting. Flirting is... They do, is, in this particular survey, they do consider flirting cheating yeah i fall under that guilty i that i mean that's my husband i was dating another guy at the time and tim and i fell in love at work and now i'm married to him so that's how yes so 25 percent of them 25 percent of them said it happened in the workplace 21 percent said it happened during work events another 21 percent said it happened digitally through calls texting and social media 17 percent said it went down at a meeting outside of work and 14% took advantage of work trips away. Hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. That has to be happening everywhere. So they also compiled lists of the professions most and least likely to cheat with a coworker. Coworkers only. Coworkers Not only. Not just professions. Coworkers only. Coworkers only. Okay. Number one is. Show us law firms. Uh, lawyers did not make it. I what what groups of, of people travel together on like I, I, is it accountants maybe Doctors? because or, or consultants? Accountants were number eight. Accountants, banking, finance, yeah. eighth because they're I out they're the out doing doing people's audits. You're to, on it. You're uh, on a it. Hotel though. room. You're on it. You're on. You're on the right track for number one. Okay. Uh, what what are guys? Yeah, come on here. Real estate. No, because that's not that you're not traveling. Real anymore. estate, no, but you are in empty houses though. What about like medical staff? Like yeah, they don't do they'd conferences? be doing it. I healthcare it number healthcare. three. A lot of nurses cheating. Healthcare number three. Rafe, these movies that you're they're watching, real, they're real, dude. Not, they're not real. I'm telling you, those are documentaries. <laughs> Naughty now, Nurses Nine not is opening. not a documentary, oh. man. Open up the text I send you. What is the most? What is the the, the profession most likely to cheat with a coworker? Number I was on is, it. Wasn't you were I? on it. What do you say, finance? No, it's people that. Is it consultants? Is oh, it, man, it's just think teachers? more generic. Teachers was number two. Damn. Mm -hmm. Teachers. Specific with coworkers, yes. Hmm. Number one, sales. 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 Sales, okay. With irregular work hours and frequent yeah. networking events. Yeah. Lots of people in the chat. I got to tell you. Plus, you got to close the deal. 
Police. No police. Yeah. No police. Yeah, you learn. You know the techniques. You want that end cap? Yeah, yeah. You know the okay. techniques. Okay. Yeah. Um, police didn't make the top ten. That's uh, surprising. I, I always think to like, okay, what? Where are you overworked? We have no time to like. If you're at work and work is taking up like ninety percent of your life, and those are the only people you're around, and whatever. I mean, that's going to be bound to happen. Like, and so sales that makes sense because they are working their asses off, and that's all they care about because they're they're in. Uh, you know what they take home fluctuates. So they are all in, and then they start breeding within each other. I don't know what transport and logistics is. What the hell's that? Is truckers. that truckers? Okay, okay, truckers. Yeah, truckers. That was my first okay. guess. Exactly. Warehousers. Co-workers threw me off, because I'm like, truckers are probably getting it in the wild. Lot, <laughs> lot lizards. Yeah. yeah. I guess that is a co-worker. For all yeah. I guess yeah, so. I'm in the industry. They're, they're, yeah. they're in the same they industry. They technically work right. at the Flying J. They are in the same industry. I agree. It is yeah. industry adjacent. Uh, then hospitality and events management. Oh, hotels and hotels. restaurants. Yeah. Everybody in every restaurant job I've ever had. Yeah, there's a lot of that. A lot Engineer, of... Engineering and, and manufacturing. Then property and construction. So maybe real estate is in the property. Property and construction? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, IT was number nine. I think the construction, though, a lot of those numbers are inflated by that uh, construction worker guy in the village people. Because he, he, oh, he, yeah, that guy's killing just, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. just everybody. Just killing it. Yeah. And then armed forces was number 10. The armed forces. Yeah, I don't. Oh, dude. Not everybody in the army. I mean, they have a name for it, it's called Jody. Jody's the guy. When you're there, that they remind you, Jody is. He's the guy that's sleeping with your he's girlfriend the guy sleeping at home. With right? Your girl at home. Yeah. But there's so many dudes in the army that like everyone gets lonely and they like marry their high school sweetheart and then yeah. they bring her to a military base that's basically 90 percent physically fit, horny, 18 to 25 year old male, single males, and then they go on a one year deployment. And things and don't end yeah. well. You know what I'm surprised didn't make this list? Pilots. Hmm. Yeah, pilots. Well, I guess maybe transportation, or just transport, like flight staff in general. Yeah, like all the layovers, and you're in different cities. You could have different lives. I'll uh, tell you what's not on the list, and uh, take note, ladies. Stand-up comics. Oh, no. loyal, loyal, yeah. loyal. The loyalty. I didn't see uh, radio. Uh, yeah, radio people not yeah, on our loyal. Um, all right, here are the professions least likely to cheat. Least likely to cheat. Number one, science and pharmaceuticals. And they didn't offer a suggestion why, but it is possible, like, uh, you know, know, that giant white lab coats are not getting people's engines revved up. I would think with the right person, it does it for me. (laughs) The lab coat? Yeah, dude, you get... Pretty horned up at lens crafters. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I did. I, I'm not going to lie. You just reminded me. I fell in love with the lens crafter girl at Crestwood Plaza like when I was in my 20s and I was, it's too too much of a coward to ask her out. I, I, I really like the lens Janine, crafter. if you're out there. Yeah, man. Greg's looking for hey, you. Shout out and to guess lens what? Crafters. She had glasses. Yeah, what lens crafters? Yeah. She had glasses too. And we, and, uh, I would imagine. Yeah. Wow. Uh, business consulting and management, law enforcement and security was number three. So your whole cop thing, hmm. no. Interesting. Well, with coworkers, coworkers, yeah. That's Wait, a is a d- criminal a coworker? A, a could be prostitute that you arrest. And, <laughs> could be. Yeah, I mean that's that's a, that's a coworker. Oh, here we go. Creative arts and design, media and internet professions least likely to cheat. So there we go. Law slash legal. That's number six. Environment and agriculture. Seven. Marketing, advertising, and PR. 
public services and administration, and then retail. Farmers aren't cheating. No. Nope. They don't have time. No, they don't got time. <laughs> what do you mean they don't got time, guys? We just gave them time. You ever heard of the winner? <laughs> they literally just got an hour to cheat, <laughs> like yesterday. Yeah, man. They're not doing anything. To- Are you ready to start a new life, a new career? Centric is a training program that gets you ready for a new career in technology in just four months. Not four years, four months. Now, if you just got out of the military, you're looking for a civilian job, or even just trying to figure out what to do next, Centric's got you. A lot of those skills you learned in the military will transfer to your new career in technology. Centric's classes also provide structure and a routine, which lead to a successful learning environment. 30% of Centric students are veterans. There's also instructors at Centric who served. You'll find camaraderie and a sense of community over there. You can use your GI Bill or VA benefits to fund your education, It's so easy, and Centric has dedicated and knowledgeable staff members helping you through the entire process. They train people from all backgrounds with little to no IT experience. New programs starting all the time. Let's get going. It all starts with you going to Centric.com slash Riz, C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash Riz. The the crops are in the barn. Wait a second. Our sheep co-workers. That is something. Yes. Yes. Sheep don't count. And for what it's worth, the affairs are not always exposed. 22% of the offenders believe their partner never found out. So, Hmm. Yep. All right, listen, we got to take a break. We're going to come back, and Rafe's going to tell us what the sex toy of the week is. And it's a doozy. And you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz! All right, welcome back to the program. Greg Warren is here, and it's time to get to the Sex Toy of the Week. Open wide and get ready for The Rizzuto Show Sex Toy Review. So this would be the capper on uh, this week's Sex Time Fun Facts. Ray Williams, what do we got? Well, this week, uh, if you're flirting with someone at work and you're ready to take it to the next level, go ahead and get yourself the stainless steel anal hook. Hey, you want to spice up your secret Santa at the next <laughs> office next year? This white elephant is $69.95 with a 4.9 star rating and 138 reviews. The anal hook, get hung up on pleasure. Oh, God, this thing. Wow. Greg, you want to get a look at this? No, I don't. There it is. There it is. What do you think about that, Greg? Pictures. Looks like a... At, at first uh, glance, it looks like a stethoscope of, of sorts. Oh, it's well, not. It's more yeah, of a stethoscope, really. It's more of a stethoscope. Couples who want to combine the visual and sexual pleasure of rope and tissue play would find the <laughs> anal hook an ideal item to add to their collection. The hook features a stainless steel ball for the backside. The open ring can then be combined with the rope to put a pulling pressure in the rectum. Rectum? Damn near loved him. Put your imagination to work and create whatever intricate rope configurations you desire, Greg Warren. The day your partner moves when tied term the way your partner moves when tied determines how the steel ball will be in their pleasure cave. There's five inches of insertable length. That's good to know. The ball and the portion of the hook. The hook rests against the back while you use the ring, 1.5 inches in diameter, to connect your favorite rope. Imagine. Nah, I can't. Nor gonna. <laughs> I've roped him up in a hog tie. His body crisscrossed in intricate lines of knots and red shibari. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Sounds cool. His chest is pressed to the floor. In the rope, harness, his legs are spread, his ankles and wrists are bound together, but something's missing. 
Circling around him, I note his head resting against the floor and an empty backside. Both those things need to be fixed. <laughs> and I have just the tool. Oh, my. Out of my toy box, I grab a long silver hook with a ball on the end. The anal hook. I apply a liberal amount of silicone lube to its cold metal, then crouch between his thighs. He gasps. Then he moans as the hook makes its journey. Oh, God. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I can smell the photo on the right. Oh, I no. Just, I can't oh. deal with this. Oh. You think there's anybody out there with a hook hand that's getting some ideas? Yeah. yeah I've been are. trying to tell everybody. <laughs> I hate this picture on the right. I hate, I hate this it. picture. Yeah, I put it in there so for you guys it. to hate. I hate it. it I had to look me. at it, and I, I wanted you to have to look at it, too. I, I don't care for a lot of what's going on. I... <laughs> <laughs> then I grab another length of red rope and knot it onto the ring of the hook. I lace it up under his restrained ankles and wrist to his beautiful hair, pulling his head back just a little roughly so that he's staring up into the rafters. I use the shibari Rope to tie his hair to the hook and step back, admiring my work. Perfection. Mm. And the kiss sound was in the description. Chef's kiss. Let's huh? get to some reviews. All hooked up. Five-star review. This simple toy brought great pleasure. My partner left me hooked, standing on my toes for hours while he went Black Friday shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Came home with a plasma screen and a sore-ass boyfriend. Boy, was I sore when he got home, since I couldn't go anywhere, you know. But got to get them deals. Five stars. Yep. Holy moly. All right. Five-star hook I recommend to any a-hole out there, winky face. Cute. The anal hook is made well. The bearing at the end for insertion is threaded and removable, enabling the user to change the size of the bearing. Hook is sturdy, and I would recommend it to anyone. This sounds like my dad giving fishing advice. Mm. Easy to clean. What more does one need in an anal hook? Five stars, Brian. Thanks, yep, Brian. Thank you, Brian. Man. <laughs> and finally, this is definitely my new friend, y'all. Exclamation point. At first, I was like, hmm. Then I was like, yes. <laughs> then once so it, this person was reluctant at first. Yes. yes. You're well, saying reluctant on the anal yeah. hook. Yeah. Yes. And then and then they they uh, immediately switched course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. To yeah. a yes exclamation point like the band. Okay. Yep. Then once it came i was in love cleaned it up and we had a winner a little jack buck reference maybe this person's from saint i Louis. don't think that's well i think jacking that's and a bucking, jacking and bucking are part of the anal hook i guarantee it i bought the rope to go along and tied that bad boy up and reinserted and placed the rope around my neck and oh what a treat <laughs> i can imagine what it's going to be like when i play with someone else <laughs> i'm like whoa this guy did this to himself yeah, by himself yeah. five stars Dr. Phil. Thank you, Phil. That's great. <laughs> Phil's getting right. back out there. That's the uh, the anal hook. Yeah, it certainly is. Yep. Good deal. That's it's on sale. On sale, $69.95. So this is a weekly segment? Yeah. So 52 times a week, you guys got a... 52 times a, a year. New, 52 times 52 a year. 52 times a year, sorry. You got a new toy. So there's that many out there. Oh, and my work computer there's has a, a lot of viruses. Yeah, there's a, just from me yeah, doing man, the you're research. A, abundance. Yeah. You're on a abundance. list. Somewhere. Uh, a naughty list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your list is naughty. Santa. That thing looked painful, though. I, like, I, that, I know we can't show the photo. No. It's no, a no we can't. The photo on the right what looked completely painful. We can't show and this? I also just... I'd rather not so. on the YouTube channel. <laughs> I don't no. think it's a good idea, no. man. Well, we'll get deep plastic. Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. 
gotta, we gotta take a break, shower up, we'll come back. Here's what I'll say about the picture on the right. If you were fishing for this guy, and this is how you hooked him, you're getting him in the boat. He ain't getting no, out. He, he's, yeah, he's getting here reminding you it's the Rizzuto show and hey happy birthday Riz you ever do any shows with uh, Kevin Pollock dude Kevin Pollock was the one who uh kind of made me quit my day job really I, I was uh, this was probably 2000 or 2000 maybe uh-huh. and I was still selling peanut butter and uh, I was working with Pollock and uh it was the first time I got to be the second guy not the first guy yeah and this was Pollock was Selling a lot of tickets. I mean, he, he was n- not that long off of like few good men and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, like at the at one time, I think it was Saturday night. He's like, "Hey, man, I heard you know that you got a regular job." And I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "You could do this, man. You could do this." It no was, kidding. He was, was. It was really cool to me. Yeah. That's, great. That's awesome. He uh, he was in here for an interview, and this is right before he kind of broke big again with uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. And he does a million impressions. Like his Christopher Walken is apparently the best best impression out there. I'm a big fan of his Alan Arkin. His Alan Arkin yeah, is great yeah. too. Uh, I interviewed him, and we were just chatting. I mean, the guy's been in a million movies, and yeah. I didn't ask him to do any impressions. And after the he after the, it, after the show was over, he I goes, bet he loved it. He goes, hey man, he goes, this is the first interview I've ever done Aww. where nobody's nobody's asked me to do any impression. I go, was that a bad thing? Yeah. He goes, no. He goes, there's so much other stuff to talk about. I go, I know. That's nice. Dude, I saw the other night I was watching an old Johnny Carson episode came on, and he was, man, young Kevin Pollock. Pollock, yeah. Came out in like a Cupid costume. Oh, really? He's doing a character? No, he's doing, I don't know what the bit was. That's just what he was wearing that day. Yes, he was wearing (laughs) that day. Street clothes. Yeah. Carson roasted him, though, and he's like... Hard to follow the costume. He started trying to like do bits in the interview. Oh, and Carson and I was... wasn't going well. And he goes, yeah. "He made a rookie mistake. Couldn't follow the costume." <laughs> and I was like, Kill "Well, it. so Greg Warren's here. He's see him at Funny Bone uh, next weekend. Not this coming weekend, but next weekend, Thursday through Sunday. Uh, but you just came off uh, a cruise, yeah, like the Burt Kreischer comedy cruise, yeah, which is." I mean, it looked like it was a wild time. I saw some pictures. It was crazy, man. The whole thing was nuts because it was, I, that week, it was last week, and that I was supposed to be opening for Bargazzi at the Fox last week. Right, but he, he so canceled I get a call. the show. He canceled him because he's hosting SNL. Yeah. So I'm like, I haven't had a week off in forever. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to hang out in St. Louis for five days. Yeah, St. Louis great. is one of the dates that he had a punt because yeah. he was hosting SNL. Yeah. yeah, so I was like... I was sitting at Caldi's uh, talking to this girl, uh, pretty girl too. Yeah, you know, and uh, enjoying a latte. Yeah, uh, tea, but okay, sure. Enjoying uh, a tea. Got a call from my agent, and I I broomed it because I was like, this this girl's pretty cool. Oh, you, you know? didn't go, huh? Let me. T- my agent's nah, calling. Nah, I thought she, I know <laughs> her well enough where uh, she would have been like this douchebag. Yeah, and um, <laughs> pardon me, I got to take this from uh, yeah, my agent. agent. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so then I he, he texted me, which he never. He was like, "Hey, this is sort of an emergency." And I was like, "Man, I'm sorry, I gotta." So I called up, and they're like, "Hey, dude, Bert Kreischer wants you to go on his cruise, and uh, he needs an answer like in like 15 minutes, <laughs> and you leave 
he's like, you leave. It was Friday. That was Wednesday afternoon, and it was Friday the cruise leaves. And I was like, I had a thing planned with my dad for Thursday night. I'm like, if I can fly in Friday morning, I'll do it. And they were like, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I, you know. Wild. It was nuts, man. It was this British guy, some big British comic, Russell Howard, canceled, and they subbed in me and Giannis Pappas. Wow. And we just did all of his shows. Me and him did me and him did a show together. Uh, uh that's probably the biggest comedy cruise of the year. I I, I believe it yeah, was. Yeah, it was nuts, man. I mean, and these people, it was it was like sold out. They it, apparently it sold out in a couple of weeks and it was just and there was a there was probably 15 comics on there. Some of the best comics you'll ever see. And a lot of guys like like Mark Norman, yeah. uh, who's a, a lot of these guys were buddies of mine in New York uh, when when they were kind of coming up. Like yeah. Norman and I used to take cabs home, and now he's like huge. Yeah, we've had uh, Mark Norman on here a couple uh, times. He's great, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sean Patton, uh, Miss Pat was there. Big Jay Okerson was on. Big Jay was on there, man. Big Jay, he he does like a strip club DJ impression that. I just wanted to hear it the whole cruise. Like he did, we were all on stage doing something and he started doing it. And I was like, dude, can you just do that like 50 more times? Well, I know these themed cruises are, are big now. And I think that you all use kind of the same boat. It is. It's an it's a yeah. it's a NCL. So I remember Moon talking about doing the warp tour cruise. I know there's like a like a eighties cruise where mm -hmm. just like eighties Monsters of Rock cruise. The Monsters of Rock cruise. Um and there was one what was the one that one that was right after you guys? Oh, the the metal thing is the metal cruise. Metal yeah, I had cruise that is going the, on right now. I think it just got done. I had yeah. that on in crap on it. I've farted around too long in the Hall of Fame stuff. But forty-one-year-old uh, passenger of Headbangers Boat Metal Cruise, presented by Lamb of God with Mastodon, Hatebreed, Guar, and Shadows Fall, had a forty-one-year-old passenger go overboard, and he's yeah. just gone. Oh boy! That's wild. What went overboard? Huh? Had too much to drink, and yeah, no, he literally went overboard. Oh, oh. off <laughs> no, the I coast mean, I, uh, of the Bahamas, oh, and the Coast Guard boy. called off the search Friday afternoon. Oh said. no! Wow. Yeah. yeah, when you go off one of those, and this is one of these huge. Like, it's big. It's a city. Yeah, it's a city, man. It was yeah. I also like, I wouldn't count on the cash, you know. Like I wouldn't count on. So I was like, I'm spending most of it. Like yeah. I dumped. There's a casino, and I, yeah. dumped, I dumped a ton of money on the casino. Yeah, I yeah. saw some yeah. casino photos that Mark posted. Are, are you don't do you, do you drink? Not much. I mean, I like very little. It's I don't have like a problem, but I just other than uh, casual, you know, digestively. Yeah, yeah, I just can't do it much anymore. So it's a special occasion. But like first night, uh, you know, I do a show. I didn't even think I was going to be on this cruise. It was. Uh, Norman was in the back watching my show, and I get back. I haven't seen Mark in forever. This girl, Catherine Blanford, who's a friend at Raves, who's really funny. She's going to be uh, a flyover this weekend. She, yeah, go see her. She's a, a beautiful girl and extremely funny. And uh, So we're all hanging out. I'm like, all right, man, Norman, what do you want? I'm going to the bar and getting some whiskey. So, yeah, it was, uh, I had a little bit. Which... Yeah, that's where they get you in the booze. Because I don't know if they if you had an all-you-could-drink card. Or what do they do for the comics? Did they were you like, hey, everything's on us? I think, no, I don't think you had, like, I mean, you could eat whatever you want. Mm -hmm. But there was, like. Booze is always extra. But it wasn't for us, though. Like, I mean, yeah, if you wanted to go to the ship bar, I think, like, I think I paid just because I felt like it. But at almost every show in the, like, every little venue, there's a six bottles of booze. Like, every comic, we didn't. Have like a writer because we weren't on the cruise until yeah. you know. But uh, like Catherine had like a couple of bottles of whiskey and a bottle of vodka and Norm. So it was like there's plenty of 
you had to be an idiot to pay to drink, and I'm an idiot, so I paid like. <laughs> so how many days was the cruise? I we were four nights. Four yeah. nights, and how yeah. many shows did you do? Three. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and you had to kind of. It was. I'm so used to when I'm doing comedy, like there's you just do whatever you want. Like they were like, hey, if if you could, could you do a separate set every night? Because there's you know people repeat, so I had yeah. to. I was like, man, I gotta actually think about what I'm doing here. Like, you, know, you had plenty of stuff. I got plenty of stuff, but I'm not used to having to think about what I do. I'm like, I, I did that joke that night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. So, so how many? How many? Uh, so you had three sets. Yeah. Four, so four nights, three sets. How many minutes per set? I think it was like thirty. You know, me and me and Giannis just shared a, an audience. We did the shows are shorter okay. on cruises usually. He got paid. Did they have hosts and stuff for you guys, or did you just go <laughs> yeah, up? Yeah, they had a couple. Of, they had a couple of. Uh, they had a couple of hosts that were cool. rotating. There was a kid out of uh, St. Louis that was there with Miss Pat, Vincent Bryant, yeah, I know and he Vince. hosted a couple shows. Very funny dude. Um, so I'm thinking a Burt Kreischer crowd. Yeah. Wild. Frat boys. Not necessarily frat. I wouldn't say frat boys, man. What was the say, average age? I'd say it was basically everybody, a good portion of the crews looked like a cartoon version of Burt. <laughs> I'm X, serious, man. Gen X dads. Yeah, it's just like, like it's like, oh, that guy looks like Bert, but not quite Hollywood Bert. You yeah. know, there's a lot of Bert on on the cruise, and then like <laughs> the stuff that like they had like a, a speedo contest or stuff, and Bert's up there like that's awesome. Bert's up there like these guys are you know they're fat guys like in speedos, and Bert's yeah. like, hey man. Here's fifteen hundred bucks if you show your junk. Oh, <laughs> it's like man. international like, waters, crazy stuff like that. And then there's girls up there like Miss Pat and Catherine, like making fun of the guys. And I'm like, yeah, uh, but it's all in good fun and everybody. Totally. I mean, and everybody was cool and everybody was. What I didn't get, I thought it was just be those massive, you know, maniacs. They're all comedy fans. They all like I took. 800 selfies on the ship because they all like are into comedy. They wow, they know awesome. you like they and they really love stand up comedy. Are you like hanging out like by the pool? Like people will walk up to you while you're like laying out. Well, did you get a good look at me, Learn? Do you yeah. think I'm laying out? Yeah, when I was laying out, what do you? From being on a cruise, I'm, you yeah. have no tan. Yeah, none. Well, maybe you were on a It's physically impossible. I can't get. I tried when I was a kid. I don't tan. I don't. Um, but I hung out there on the ship. They had like a yacht rock band, and I probably I shouldn't even bring that up on this station. But I liked. We I, love yacht rock. I love show. yacht rock. Me too. And, and I was up there, and they had like a special like sort of place for the the the, the comics. So I'm up there just like listening to yacht rock with the, all these comics, and I'm like, this, does this is the greatest time ever. Boy, did just I. knowing you and all your idiosyncrasies. Now I, in my head, I'm just seeing you by the pool, like oiling up. With some cocoa yeah. butter. No, man, I had I, <laughs> cocoa I had, butter. I, I had it's like your worst nightmare. I, exactly, man. I, <laughs> I had uh, jeans uh, on and an uh, Oxford cloth yeah. shirt. And a little, little thing. <laughs> a little thing about uh, Greg Warren. He was the copper tone he had baby a when he was. I was the copper tone. He was baby. the copper tone yeah, baby. Yeah, when yeah. No, was yeah. he with the butt. Yeah, 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 but yeah. I the was, dog. it was the reverse, man. I was all white, and there was a little tan square yeah. on my butt. <laughs> now when he goes <laughs> to it down. when he goes to the pool, now he dresses like Ebenezer Scrooge. He's got like the long nightcap on and a big gown. Yeah, and he yeah. Just, yeah uh, the, in fact, they, like uh, Catherine was making fun of me for like what I was wearing on at the, the pool on, at the deck. Yeah. That's funny. I was like, I'm on my way to a show. I have a comedy show. The I'm funny thing about the uh, comedy crews also is if someone were to fall overboard, it would 100% be a comic. It would be someone doing a bit yeah. and fell off the railing. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah, once you fall off one of those boats, it's over. Like, mm. chance of survival is 
Pretty much zero. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, nobody's coming back to get you. Yeah, and I got to turn the boat around for you. And plus, I think. It's a long fall. You're dead. I think most of the people hit the side of the boat before they hit the. Right, like a propeller. Oh, yeah. Or they know they'll hit the side of the boat before they even hit the water. And it is unconscious. A, you're right, though. That is a long fall. It you is. might, you might die on impact. Boat. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The and boat you're going you were on, on is the boat this guy fell off of, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah, I, I wasn't. That's the boat I'm going on in March. Right. You and Tina, right? Yep. Yep. And Chelsea? Yeah, pontoon. It's like me, Tina, Libby, Chelsea. There's some other comics. Dude, I too. saw the, like, you know, Bert would let us. We had, like, all this crazy access, you know? So, like, Bert stayed in this place called The Haven. Yeah, I was going to ask you what, what his room was like. Insane. In, I think it's, like, 30 grand a night for normal people or what. You know, like, it, it was like they had a hot tub outside deck in his room, this suite. So we would go up there and hang out. And I saw the rooms that, because Rafe, I think, gets to go up there. Yeah. Dude, this is going to be the greatest week of your life. I can't wait, dude. Like, yeah, if we do a ratio cruise, that's, that's I will be getting that room. Get that room. I'm getting that room. Get that room, man. It is, uh, it's, it's amazing. And Bert hadn't drank for like else. three months or something, and as like the as the we're leaving Miami, he cracked a thing of champagne on stage and just like That's everybody's it. going nuts. The seal has been broken. Yeah, mm. I'm glad. Hey, I'm glad he, I'm glad he didn't get sun poisoning. <laughs> yeah, what is that? What is that, Learn? I, yeah, I thought you looked nice from my angle. I, I mean, honestly, your ch- cheeks are quite well, rosy right? Because right now the sun is kissing his face. Oh, I mean. well, that's what you're getting tan in the studio right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, I got, nice. I got a good picture. There's a picture of me on deck with like in my dumb outfit, but uh, you didn't well, take your shirt a, off at well, all. I see a picture of of you and all the you know all the comments. Oh yeah, yeah. Good, that's a good picture. That's a good picture. But the one on deck, it looks like uh, it's like the guy did all the fill and like the sunlight's yeah. in the back. And so I'm like. When I get on uh, uh, our time dating app. Yeah, that's going to uh, be yeah, your profile. Be fr- yeah, yeah. I'm, our I, yeah. time. Yeah, kind of look like your old bit. <laughs> All right, let's, we got to take a break. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Good man. Uh, we <laughs> love the high seas. Yeah, we'll come back. My old bit. <laughs> like your obituary picture. <laughs> it's such a beautiful like, sunset. And it looked like they touched you up in the photo. Yeah, and I was like, did. man, we lost Greg at sea. What do you mean it looked like they touched me up, man? What are you talking about? You look great. That's the point. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Yeah, you do look great. It looks I like heaven it. behind you. Uh, we got to take a break. We'll come back. Learn's got a quick sports for us. You're listening to the Riz Show, and it's Ian Bag. Happy birthday, Riz. I love Ian Bag. My, my buddy, man. One of my faves. All right, here's Learn in Sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, Learn. Yes. What do you got for us? Oh, yes. It's brought to you by DraftKings at Casino Queen. Think you know football? Bet on it at DraftKings at Casino Queen, their sports book. All right, you guys. All right. It was a big milestone night for Jordan Carew as he reached 200 career game points. Someone in the Blues organization said that Carew. Oh, Cairo. I'm sorry. Kyru. I didn't even know who you were talking about. Yes. I, I, didn't know, I thought it was a different sport. It's Me too. Kyru. Jordan Cairo. I was like, Jordan is this a, a, a city player? That's a lot of goals. Uh. It is a lot. Thank you. He had three points. He also had a plus three rating and nine shots on goal Saturday against Montreal. But guys, it this was his second period. Let me tell you what happened there. There was an assist that really got the points to 200 for his NHL career. 85 goals, 116 assists in 262 games. The dude is totally incredible. Congrats to Rousey. 
Also, the Blues are promoting a really cool candle right now on Twitter. It smells like hockey season candle. They joke and say that the candle does not smell like their locker room. Oh, God. My son's hockey bag, if it yeah. smells like that. Oh, God, that'll... It doesn't smell like that, Riz. It's made by the Sycamore Candle Company. Okay. It's pretty cool. No, I know worst. I know. Uh, Carew had a good game, but uh, Binnington, did he... Yeah, uh, Binnington did, did all right. Binnington, he did okay. He did yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Now, Greg, I'm <laughs> really happy you bring up Bennington because, guys, the Blues host the Winnipeg Jets at 7 o'clock tomorrow. People are kind of nervous because Nino... Nita Ryder's hat trick against the Arizona Coyotes got the Jets to a 5-3 to three win, so now I think it's time that we start doing some hat tricks. Hey, Nita Ryder's good. You did it. You he was a guy from Animal House, right? Yes, yes. Nita Meyer. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. So okay. <laughs> the two teams <laughs> in the MLS Cup, Cup playoffs, the Sporting Kansas City, they were the number eight seed, and they upset us. We were the number one seed in the best of three series. Yesterday, our high-riding season was taken out by Sporting KC. There were sold-out crowds. There were roaring support. Delicious first season for the MLS here in the city. But now we're finally silenced, and it's awful. We were clinching so hard in the conference, and we made it to the playoffs, and it crashed and burned. And That's they were it. our soccer rivals. So, But, hey, the good news is there's still more seasons ahead, and we will never probably ever make these same mistakes again. So <laughs> I would just like to also say... <laughs> I would here, like, here. This I would is like the greatest say, sports report I've ever heard. Yeah. This I would also like to say in a petty side eye burn that City SC loved our coach the whole season. So unlike Sporting KC, who allegedly, as I've read online, they wanted to fire their coach Peter. So they could suck it. They basically. can suck it. Uh, again, we do not have an NFL team, um, and the Cardinals are off tonight. This concludes your sports. Thank you. That's learn. Amazing. Amazing, right? I like it so right. much. We'll take one final break. We'll come back and wrap her up. It's the Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. Yes, sorry, Donnie, we're like 10 minutes late. But we had so much to talk about. We did. I mean, Greg Warren is here. Thanks, Greg. Oh, Thank you, Greg. Yeah, it's great hanging with you. And awesome. see Greg at the Funny Bone next Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. 16th through the 19th. Yes. 16th through the 19th. Including that all-ages show on that Sunday. On Sunday, yeah, it's pretty fun if you got kids that uh, want to come up and tell a joke. It's, it's actually really cool. I only do it in like three seconds. Well, I appreciate you coming in. Dude, it was a great, man. I mean, I, you guys were all great. Uh, I got to say that Learn Sports Report was probably my favorite thing. <laughs> Thanks, all right. Greg. That was unbelievable. All right. Learn, what's the podcast called today? It's going to be called, full disclosure, I Had a Fondue Kit. Okay. That's it. Uh, all available for you to, to download if you missed anything on the program today. Tomorrow, the full show is back. Moon's back. Uh, King Scott's back. And, uh, yeah, big Tuesday show. Big Tuesday tomorrow. show. All right, we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member today brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill. Hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From Afal, Missouri, Janessa Gilpin is our Team Riz member today. And Janessa wants to hear this. Here it is. We'll see you tomorrow. Down and next. Bye. Bye. The Rizzuto Show Podcast. Powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs. Dobbs.